Stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. Rip. What's poppin'? What a way to start the show. Jamal Williams. Man. Wait, did he say he doesn't watch TV? What? Did he say he doesn't watch? I mean, that was a great little speech. Well, yeah, he he doesn't listen to all the noise uh, people talking about the line. He said he doesn't watch TV. No, no, he loves Bridgerton. I don't know if I can relate to him at all if he doesn't watch TV. (laughs) He loves Downton Abbey. It's too weird. (laughs) Otherwise, it was great. No, he likes the uh, anime shows. That's why he did that weird... Yeah. Weird intro. Yeah. And the first part was amazing, too. We'll get to that. And saw uh, Hutch did the Lambo leap. That was insane. What a crazy night in Green Bay. Eli will be with us in just a moment. We are in the Deals in the D.com studios for the Tuesday show presented by Hall Financial. And holidays can be expensive and they can run up those credit cards, which is why you might want to get a cash out refi from Hall Financial. If you own your home, and the credit cards are paying minimums or something less than the full amount every month. Not a good idea with these crazy interest rates. Get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. Ask for Bentley. Call them at 866-CALL-ALL or chat with them online at callallfirst.com. You don't need Bentley, but you can ask for them. Um, okay, so, wow, so much. So much to digest with the, uh, the Lions. It felt like one of those nights where everyone was watching the Lions, except Trudy was not. <laughs> what? <laughs> not watch the game, but she said she knows all the big details. Well, I, I... <laughs> what does that mean? I know so Aaron Rodgers. the game this in morning. In his face, that, that part I know. I have actual in audio. Face, Aaron Rodgers, bye. Actual audio of Trudy. <laughs> I don't even watch TV. <laughs> Can we have your biggest takeaways from the game? Um. Well, I mean, I mean the guy who intercepted. Hottest takes. <laughs> I was just happy for the Lions. I mean, it was just that even though Seattle's not a hot take. Boom! Hot take! <laughs> the guy that intercepted, you were onto something. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was, guy? That was pretty amazing. Do you know his name? Um, I did earlier today. <laughs> Kirby Joseph. Uh, yeah, Kirby. I thought it was cool because he had a, you know. I used to like Kirby Puckett, so he's in the Kirby family. <laughs> I see. So Kirby <laughs> vacuum a, cleaners. sports take. <laughs> was there a highlight that you liked in particular? Did you see any highlights? Um, this morning on, uh, on the Today Show, they had the, kind of the highlight of the spoiler. Uh, that's where I go for highlights. Oh, the highlight, though. <laughs> Love the Today Show. Remember specifically? highlight, though. Is it a I, I touchdown, think he, uh, a field goal? He... <laughs> that's where John Bobbitt goes for highlights, the Today Show. It's one of the things no, you guys have in common. Stop trying to put us together. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen. A lot in common. <laughs> oh, we could call Bobbitt today, too. We no! have to. He's our Buffalo correspondent now. All right, um... Well, uh, we'll get to Eli in just a second, but first, uh, our friends at Zot Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram love this time of the year. The season's changing. It feels time for something shiny and new. If you're looking to lease or purchase a new whip, head to Zot Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram now. They've got the best Google rating, pricing in the D, and speaking of the best in the D, Zot's inventory is one of the largest around, so you're sure to find the car of your dreams in stock and ready to go. If not, Jeff Schneider or Thad Zot will custom order your new ride and get you just what you want. So check out Ram Power Days. At all three Zot locations, Highland, White Lake, and New Hudson, where you can lease a new 22 Ram 1500 to just $449 a month. 
or a new 22 Jeep Compass for just $299 a month. And when you order a new vehicle, get $500 in Mopar accessories. There's no better place to turn in your lease than Zot because all the extra equity from your current vehicle gets put down to lower your payment on the new one. Details and surf their sexy inventory at dealsinthed.com. And you probably already know about Legacy Partners Insurance. You can save money in your home and auto. But did you know they also specialize in small business insurance? And if you need help with Medicare, why, is she, why does Lila get worse? She always this does. Time, what always is it does. about this part of the show? It's fired up because there's you're people up, over. You're down here and she's up there and she misses you. But she usually stays down here. Um, anyway, uh, Legacy helps you with Medicare for no charge. They're also independent, so they shop all the carriers for your insurance to find you a great deal. And when you get their quote, you're not going to be happy with your current insurance provider. So call Legacy at 586-209-4106. And be sure to tell them I sent you. 586-209-4106. And uh, Lady Jane's award-winning experience and register for a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win down payment for your dream home. Up to $200,000. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Dr. Yaldo presents Say It My Way An Eli Zaret production I am the eye in the sky Looking at you I know who that artist is <laughs> That's the APP, is it Alan not? Parsons Project Yeah <laughs> we, we didn't get our interview with Alan Parsons Yeah <laughs> What uh, happened? I forgot. I don't know what happened with Alan Parsons, but I think he's going to still go on tour. It's one of those <laughs> interviews, I heard that. when it doesn't come through, you're kind of like, eh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was something fussy. I think I know that. Okay. But. Well, if it happens and it's easy, I mean, I'm interested in him. He's an interesting guy. Eli, what's going on? How you doing? Man, I was just wondering what the over-under is on grit today from either Brandon <laughs> saying it, playing a drop or whatever. We're only up to one so far, but... Uh, grit. Grit. <laughs> no, I'm like you. I mean, it, it's to, to go back when the Lions were one and six after blowing a 14-point halftime lead to the Dolphins, uh, you know, when is she going to fire Dan Campbell? Is he going to be here shorter time than... Matt Patricia was. We kind of joked that at four and nineteen at the time he had a worse record than Patricia did, and yet here we are, uh, ten weeks later, and Dan Campbell, who was kind of had folk hero vibes during, I think, the the hard knocks and and you know just his whole style, the the, the kneecap biting the kneecap and everything. He uh, he went from being a you know like a kind of a, a lovable endearing rogue to just another clown coach who goes for fourth on fourth down every time to now look at him, you know, Jimmy Johnson, like we said, raving about him and the way he motivates players. And, and you got to hand it to him when a team is one and six to, and young to keep their self-belief, to keep them thinking that they can still win uh, to believing in Jared Goff, who everybody just wanted to get rid of, just bury. It's just been an amazing, I think amazing. And to put that term with the lions in a positive light, is pretty remarkable. And Sheila Hamp, man, she said two days after they were one and six, I think this team is going to turn it around quickly. And they did. So uh, to do what they did last night, I I can't think of another season that ended with this much optimism because (laughs) they won their last game. Even when they made the playoffs, they they lost the last game. Oh, they're they're true colors. Now everybody's thinking, what's the limit? Especially because they're so young. They got four draft picks and Brad Holmes may have had the best draft 
in the history of this team this year. They got four or five starters out of the draft. So just a really, really good story. And it's about time that Lion fans, that with all the decades of hanky ringing and, and the angry calls to sports talk shows and the and the whining sports reporters are the ones that defended the Lions and had to grit their teeth through it so they can get a free meal again. Sick it's grit. just uh, it's just been an amazing season. Is and Barbara I think, wrong? And, and, what? Barbara, what? Barbara about golf? Yeah. Barbara's I, wrong now, right? Know, Barbara's take is not aging well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eli. Yeah, Barbara's take. You're on a rant. Golf? I, I'm not sure. He's still I, not I, the quarterback. Not... I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> she's scared what anyone says, so she's not going to change her mind. Take's just going to get we worse need and worse. Another quarterback. <laughs> you know, it's, and right, golf has gone from the problem. To the solution, he goes what the last three hundred and twenty-seven passes without an interception. We said all along that if you give the guy time, there was a reason why he was the number one pick in the draft. He is a, a great thrower when he can set his feet and throw. And I tell you, he's he he um he came through too. Look at the shit he's taken from people throughout the years from from fans, etc. It's so right Super Bowl, he's won, won three I, playoff I, games. I, I, I got to say though, I'm, and I, I know you guys think I hate him. I don't hate him, but you do, Mark. You hated him. He when was he first got here. You <laughs> hated him. No, I, I just thought everybody blowing him was absurd. They, they, Golf? They, blowing him. I don't remember a lot of people were because he was a Super Bowl quarterback and Golf? they were in the Super Bowl despite him, but. Geno Smith played behind. Look at Geno Smith's year, right? I mean, it's anybody that plays behind this line that has time to throw can do what Goff did. His throws yesterday didn't play very well. At first, it's true. It was cold, and he and he did miss some people. But when the time came to win, he won. Sure, you know know, he finds the open guy a lot, considering we don't have the speediest receivers. Oh yeah, they have speed on that team. Well, they, you know, they have not had the best receiving crew for him. I mean, come on. He's got 29 touchdown passes and seven interceptions. He, he's got, got 100 rating. He's not Stop whining. He has a great offensive line now. He's got yeah, very good give receivers. Give them the credit. And, and credit to Brad Holmes for, for drafting St. Brown in the fourth round. Chark uh, has come along. Back. We kind of were laughing. Where the hell is he? Raven. Jameson Williams is fast, although he did drop a drop a, a pass or two. Jameson so, Williams got, has dropped it, a few. I, I, I'm a little worried about him. That'll be fine. Well, well you know got the Green Bay guy, wheels. number nine, is it Wilson or uh, Wilson yeah, uh, Christian Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he he, so he dropped this. He dropped the first yeah. pass of the season that was in his hands for a long touchdown, That's and he's right. turned out to be a great great receiver. So you know you got to you got to for the first time we can say that Matt, Lion management looks like they know what yep. they're doing. They got two first round picks and two second round picks. If he has another draft like this one, then you know, I, listen for the first time since 1957. Grit. <laughs> there's grit, and that you know, thinking at least dreaming about a Lions championship is not at least a delusion anymore. You can dream and oh, say yes, if they continue at this rate and this coach as good as we think <laughs> he is right now, who knows? They I, could contend. I was predicting a Super Bowl, but they could contend. I was texting people, and I just said, I think this is my favorite Lions team since 1991. And what I mean by that is just the guys on the team, they're all very, very likable, and the coach is likable, and there's there's hope. I mean, that plays into it, but how do you not like the guys on this team? No, they got leaders. They, yeah. they have good guys. They don't have any yeah. real assholes. I don't think they would keep any around. I think that's part of what makes them good. They seem to all be working for the, for one common goal. Hey, I want to go back because we didn't get a chance. We were recording yesterday. Tell me about the Seahawks game. Uh, there's a lot of talk about some bad calls, and I really wasn't privy to. I know there was a roughing the punter call, I guess. That, did that keep I Seattle alive? I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it because I'm in Florida. I watched the play-by-play on the uh, you know on the, on the ESPN app, and I know that uh, 
Uh, Baker Mayfield threw an interception at the end, but it's kind of an ep- you don't have TV kind of in Florida. You don't have anything. It's crazy. Well, I'm not gonna. Pay, I got a very bad TV setup in my condo here, but I'm not gonna knock it. I got no. Can you imagine in this day and age living without a DVR? Oh, you watch like, TV. Like, like, like taking an arm, cutting one of my arms off with no DVR. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the Seattle game. I, I'm complaining <laughs> about complaining about those calls, though. I mean, the Rams still had plenty of opportunities to win that game. And they didn't. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they yeah. didn't. Our hopes relied on Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield sucks. Yeah. 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 And- <laughs> you know what a great line was to go back at halftime. I forget who the who the typical, the standard blonde sideline reporter, whoever happened to be in our game last night, asked Dan asked uh, Dan Campbell what what keeps you motivated because you got because you're not playing for the playoffs. He goes, we don't want them to go. I thought it was just a, it was just a, <laughs> a great line. You know, I know he. Uh, there are people still saying, oh, boy, if they hadn't blown the Minnesota game, they hadn't blown the Dolphins, they hadn't blown sure. this game. You know, look at some of the calls last night, the fourth and twos, the the uh, yeah. the flea flicker, which was called back, yep. with a 70-yard touchdown. Yep. Then there was the, the hook and ladder oh, on second and 17. Great stuff. How about declining the, the offside penalty, which was a great play. Why why was that Why was that so they were blowing him about that? Why was that so great? Because he got an extra play? I mean, if you get the first down anyway, you can keep kneeling on it. Yeah, yeah but you start the four downs over when you get the first down. I understand so that, yeah. they blow more timeouts. No, I know, but you can still get another first down. I don't, I, I don't I know. I was, I was just I, confused. As the, maybe I'm, I'm just dumb. I didn't understand why that was so great. Well, I think a lot of teams would have just taken the penalty and gone, oh, first down, we'll take it. Yeah, because you get three more plays. If you get stopped in that third, then you only have two more. Well, yeah, <laughs> but only, you don't get it. I he had confidence. He believed they would get the first down. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. They got on the yeah. next play. They didn't even have to get to third down. If they had, it would have been even easier. But um, I just thought I just thought they made a lot of good calls. They called a Penny uh, Sewell or whatever his name is. Two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks oh, ago, the pass to Penny Sewell. Yeah. yeah, that was a great play. I mean, they just oh, yeah. had some really nice calls. I think uh, now their clock management at the end of the half. It's funny. I was that yelling was at the awful. TV. I was like, "You have to call timeout now. You, this will not work out well if you do not <laughs> use that third time. Why do coaches want to save their timeouts?" Stop the clock early and save the time. You can always throw an incomplete pass or have a guy go out of bounds. Why does every coach seem to not get that? (laughs) Why does every week we have a clock manager? We do. I swear to God. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it weird that they don't know this? Do they need someone who's a little more distant from the game to to call the timeouts for them? I'm available. I I, I thought they're supposed to have that. so, So today I was asked to write a guest column. For Ooh. click on Detroit, so, so I write a guest column about the Lions, especially the same stuff I'm saying for click on Detroit. So sure enough, <laughs> it, it, it posts for thirty Is that seconds. Bill Shakespeare the first there? guy, the first guy responds, just he goes, "Classic loser mentality." I can't wait for the excuses when they fall flat out of the gate next year. <laughs> the refs, the schedule, the weather, the injuries. So of course, the next guy spends about five paragraphs saying, "Oh, the first guy's full of shit." And I go, "I don't know. This is just. It's just. It's hilarious." We are so <laughs> mentally but ill. It's a Lion fans, the ones that believe they can never win because they're cursed and doomed by the Fords and the others that take the slightest hint of optimism and say, we're going all the way. I, I'm sorry. There's some things that I think you have to objectively appreciate. What they did this year, if you don't appreciate that, I think there's something wrong right. with you yeah. or you have a problem. <laughs> yep. If you don't appreciate that uh, DeMar yeah. Hamlin is out of the hospital and what Buffalo did say, I think you are objectively something is wrong with you. You should appreciate that. People should. That was great. It was nice. Speaking of DeMar, we were all a bit befuddled last week, not sure how to avoid the 
the PC police and we expressed the surprise that the game was canceled. <laughs> and now I'm risking the PC police by saying enough already. Okay. The outpouring is becoming gratuitous. Everybody's trying to outdo the other one for love for DeMar. He's progressing. Let's he's not out make of the hospital. Guy. He's out of the hospital and into another hospital. Really? Oh, he's in another hospital. I didn't know that. Yeah. He just transferred hospital. Well, yeah, he but said he was but out of the hospital. Fine. They're just for tests and everything. Just be, they're yeah. being careful. Uh, you know, and, and, and before the lion game, I go, Oh, not, not more. It's the end of the day. This is going, it's been over a week now. Or it's been a week now. And then they asked the crowd to like cheer for DeMar. It was a very lukewarm cheer. And in fact, it uses a moment of silence whenever it ends. It's a moment of silence. So it's going to end quietly. What's the silence so for? Seconds, nobody said anything. And then he says, thank you to the fans. What's like, this? Wait, no, but silence like, for what? It wasn't silence. It was just no, to no, 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 they didn't no, know no, what no. to do. I don't think the fans oh, they didn't what know what to do. do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> let's just show uh, appreciation for Damar, which, as we said yesterday, isn't this the NFL just going, hey, everything's fine. We love our players. We really care about our players, and he's going to live. Fine. We've got a three on the field. We've got three patches. Yeah. And we love this guy more than anyone. <laughs> i got a question, fine. though. Will, will he walk on to another football field? Is he going to play? I asked, oh, yeah. Mark, I asked Mark the same question. He I, told me, yeah. he told me yes. I think he. I, I mean, think he probably can. They, isn't everyone going to? I mean, shouldn't well, they just give him the ball and let him take it because no one wants to oh, like a, like hit a, him a, ever? Make a wish, kid? Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's a well, I mean, cute the, idea. I love pa- that. The Patriots did that on the opening kickoff. It was a make a wish return. But Mark, the guy he's got return. a free pass. Mark had told me about the soccer player. Nobody wants to make his heart explode. Remember the soccer player this best. Yeah. Who, who collapsed and had a heart attack. Christian Eriksen had a heart attack uh, during the Euros that were played in 2021. And he played this past year. He played in the World Cup. He plays for Man City, I believe. Or Man well, how old is this guy? What's he? How much blow is he doing boring. before the game? He's a little older, but uh, but almost the same kind of injury. He had to be 30. revived on the uh, on the 30, field. So. 30 years old. And, and, and here's a prediction. In, in, two years, in, in two years, when DeMar gets beat, Bad on a long pass. They're going to oh, the shit out of him. DeMar That's Allen. just the fucking so Demar. He doesn't God have any heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, uh, and not that the the outpouring wasn't legitimate. And the players were. We were we were freaked at how freaked out the players were because I think as as Steve Young explained. We know we can get hurt on any play, but we don't think we can die on any play. We don't mm. think our life is at risk. And I tell you, and by the way, uh, two hundred and forty three college and high school players died from football between 1990 and 2010. So what happens every year, 12 to 15 people die either directly from something in a game or, 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 or later. But, and this is a, this is a, obviously a, a hypothetical question. 243. Think, Did you say 243? 243 died an average of uh, uh, average of one per hundred thousand players dies in football. Uh, average one point two fatalities well, a year. Is it Cardiac most of it failure, brain, 12? brain problems. He heat most of it's heat. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. But what? It's so more in fraternities. I, 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 following the insurrection, I thought, what if they had gotten to Mike Pence and the the secure or the uh, Capitol policeman didn't lead him down the wrong hallway and Pence was? What if they had hung Mike Pence? What if Demar had died? How different yeah. would the conversation be about football and its health and all the people calling for it being banned and all that stuff? You just wonder because we can kind of dismiss it and just go back, go back to it. But man, it isn't. It isn't that 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 death is is, is a threat. But so many of these players die young from heart conditions because a lot of them are are too heavy for what their bodies can handle. 
handle. They're doddering it's just at a, 50. Or, or they have CTE. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. They don't yeah. even know who they are. And yeah. they go, right. and then if they're asked, they'll go, I do it all over again. But man, what great yeah. games right. yesterday. Well, um, I want to yeah, That's exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all. That matters. Had, I just wanted to mention one thing. Did you guys see Michael Strahan went off on no. that, that uh, people at this network were upset? He didn't refer to Skip Bayless, but obviously yeah. what he was trying to say was that tweet. I'm still mad about that tweet. Oh, shut well, up. I'm still mad that Favre let you sack him for the record. Who cares? <laughs> no, I, it's like, I first of all, did. No one read the end of his tweet where he said none of this really matters because of the injury or something like that. You want to hear it? Yes, I did. And I said, why is everybody getting all, getting up in arms about this tweet? It's not that bad. I was wondering the same thing. Are they really going to cancel the game? Because it, like we said last week, it didn't happen with Utley. It's been a lot of other situations. But, you know, I think when they thought that the guy could die, it had a, a much more profound well, effect he, on players than maybe we thought that it would. I mean, he did could. die on the field, right? So if, yeah. I don't know if the players saw that. Oh, yeah, he really. I mean, you see some guy be uh, use the defibrillator on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty wild. By the way, yeah. I want the defibrillator on me today. <laughs> okay, so if I'm just if that tired. Mark wants to do it on everybody. If Trudy died and we defibrillated her, are we going to finish the show? I don't know. Well, maybe Trudy. Well, if she comes back. It's a great subject matter. <laughs> great topic. If we were streaming live and Trudy died and we had to, you know, bring her back and cart her off to an ambulance, would we continue the show? I don't think I so. It would be, would be too good a show to, to not do. We'd play oh, no, we'd wrap it up. I would want you to continue the show. That's what I would say. I would want even if I didn't know that, I would say that. Yeah. Trudy would want us well, to finish well, a show. What would have happened to Trudy? Was, is it a heart attack? Is it just, uh, did she faint? Same thing. Drew uh, threw something at her and hit her in the chest. She was just feeling faint, <laughs> and then the defibrillator screwed her up. That's what I'm afraid of. Everyone wanting to defibrillate people. Don't, don't get me wrong. We'd stay on until the ambulance had left. But then after that, I mean, yeah, we'd have to call it a day, right? <laughs> In well, fact, I, I think mean, you need a defibrillator in, in your studio if you want to be, uh, you know, the, the, the health department. Oh, health come department. on. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> maybe true. I'm just being paranoid, but they were just so loose about the defibrillator story yesterday on CBS. Like, <laughs> you know what? Hey, anybody can do this to anyone, yeah. anytime. And I'm yeah. like, no, I don't think you should be defibrillating anyone, the machine anytime. Knows. I, I the machine at, knows if you need it. I was at Pine Knob one time. It was like maybe five <laughs> years ago, and I asked the guy standing by, the paramedic, and I was like, can what happens if you defibrillate somebody who's, you know, heart is beating? And it goes, it shuts it off. Oh, jeez. So, shuts yeah. your heart off? No, the it, machine. Yeah. Oh, it shuts the machine off. Yeah. No, no, it shuts your heart off. Like, it has the opposite. <laughs> oppo- Wait no, a minute. It they has didn't the say opposite. It, on CBS? it has the opposite. I thought it just effect. regulates. I thought it just it regulates your heart. It shocks it. I don't know. Maybe that guy was just, uh, you know, dicking with me, but it was. He said it with great authority that if you shock somebody's heart like that, interrupts their heart rhythm. With and- great authority, I think that was that's why you accepted the answer. Well, I mean, he, <laughs> he was in his paramedic outfit and everything. Jane Pauly had great authority. I'm just kidding. CBS too, and and they were acting like, hey, anybody can do this anytime, anywhere. They're at the airport. Just yeah. go and defib someone today. Like it was nothing. It was just I don't know. It was kind of uh, weird. I thought it was weird, but I, Mark, you said that it's really not it, a big deal. They said in that story that the machine won't do it because it checks your heart rate before it. Yeah, they've got it. now. There's, there's yeah, but you get some smart. tech head who will remove the governor or something. Someone's gonna he, hack into it. <laughs> remove the governor. Let's power this bitch up. Just like <laughs> the movie Crank. What did Crank? What, what did, what did crank. See, you watch Flatliners? That's. The movie they I haven't seen it in a while, but I did watch it. themselves. Yeah, that's right. So that they, yeah, they it didn't almost didn't work a couple times. <laughs> the word of the day: defibrillate, defrib, defibrillate, defibrillation nation. Did any of you? Did any of you happen to see the end 
of the Michigan-Michigan State basketball game. I did. Are you? Okay. So I'm watching the game, and Michigan is, is trailing 57-53. Aikens, the guard for Michigan State, is fouled as time expires. Mm-hmm. Game is over. Michigan State wins 57-53. But, but the referees go over to the, to, the, to the video thing, and for five minutes, they're looking at it. And Izzo's going, come on! You know, like throwing his hand. Let's get the hell out of here. We won the game. Butters. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I look it up. Gambling. Ah, gambling. was four po- Michigan <sighs> State minus 4.5. So here you have Caesars Palace with signage all over Michigan's of all the Breslin Center and Spartan Stadium. They're oh. the multi, multi-million partners of Michigan State. And so they put one-tenth of a second on the clock, which you not can't even score a basket in that. They let Aikens go to the free throw line. Ah, he makes the two free throws. Now Michigan State covers and wins oh, the bet. The final and that would 15, never have happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. The, the, the final game, they, was 59, 53? Yeah, it was 57, 53, okay. and the Spartans were 4.5 point favorites, which meant Michigan would lose the game but win against the spread had they, had they not put a tenth of a second back on the clock. This is the role that gambling plays in our lives. And by the way, so I did the research this year in just the legalized states, betters were more, down more than $6 billion through November. If you count the states where it isn't legal, <laughs> betters are down 12 to 15 billion on the year. And it's funny, as, as I said, I, I wrote this, this guest column for click on Detroit and every paragraph, Ooh, there's another, again. there's another banner ad for fan duel. So it's just, it's, it's, it's just, pervasive wow do do you guys ever wonder because i you know between gambling because i feel like everyone i know bets on football games everyone including me Mm -hmm. and i'm not judging or anything but then you know there's like all this only fans money all this i mean there's just it feels like there's so much money out there is there any end to the always gambled Always gambled on football, or you're saying that it's picked up since it's oh, it's picked up the last three or four it's years. Easier, I mean, it's gotten yeah. easier and easier, and more people are gambling. And it seems like yeah. it's not affecting their lives. I mean, they just bet Small, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred like there. Smaller yeah. amounts, right? Yeah. Well, for the most part, we know somebody's in terrible trouble because they're gambling too much. Sure. Doesn't it seem like if there's a recession, <laughs> there are a lot of things. It's a vice, go, though. Or does everyone just have a ton of money? I don't know. I don't get it. It's no, a vice, I, though. In fact, I I think the poorest people bet in order to get out of poverty i mean yeah. I've, I've i've sat in the casino well, they play the lottery uh, more than they anybody. play the lottery they throw money in the lottery they play the numbers which is the worst odds you can ever get mm-hmm. they stay they they play slot machines which are bad odds all day long hoping that they hit a jackpot it's uh it's 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 just like alcohol is recession proof, right? You don't cut back on vices. That's makes true. You, makes you feel better. God, I would right. just think that that people would cut back on gambling if inflation continued and they were having yeah. trouble. But I, maybe not. I don't. Well, it's so much fun. Just an Why observation. It is. For, you're right. It makes a good game better. It makes a good thing better. As Homer Simpson Homer, yeah. once said. Yeah, and this is not the time to do it because we're on approach to the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's time oh, to yeah. ramp it up. Bad, no bad time to. No way now. Think about that. Oh, and regarding fi- that, I, I do want to bring this out because we asked about it a couple weeks ago and I didn't have it, but I, I do have it now. You <laughs> have reached the coach's hot line. Line. <laughs> yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of <laughs> my MA mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize is it costing me money? We must consider many things. 
The wind. Oh, not the wind. Is blowing out of the <laughs> west. Oh. At five miles per hour. Not. Oh, oh you're ridiculous. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the one thing from the Lions game we didn't talk about. I don't. I don't ever remember seeing this before. Is the Quay Walker shoving the um, oh the trainer the trainer yeah, for which yeah. trainer <laughs> just saved Demar Hamlin for for which you know he's apologized since. I don't know if you saw. Is he canceled completely? No, he apologized. It was uh, he said it was stupid and he let us. I didn't. I was wrong. I think was his quote. So yeah. he actually apologized. But if have you ever seen a player shove? No, uh, like an it's, assistant or anything. Oh, you know what he see, did? See, well, what, what happened was the the, the guy kind of pushed uh, him out of the out way, of the way a yeah. so get closer to attend to the player. Like did you see him crying in the hallway when they followed yeah, him? What yeah, what a baby. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought you'd show some compassion. The poor guy was devastated that he had made that mistake, and he's crying. Just very, very intense. To, but here's to the thing. That. Not only have I never seen it before, Quay Walker did it before this year. He shoved a <laughs> Buffalo uh, assistant in the same fashion. It's like, what is going on with this man? Yeah, the man. Packers, I mean, think about it. They got lucky. Well, lucky. A couple calls were very fortunate for the Packers. Oh, yeah. And then they had that. That stupid personal foul before the half. Yeah. Made the field yeah, goal yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah. And then they had the, that that shove of the train. <laughs> so they were wait, wait. Yeah. out of was control. That, wait, was that Walker that also walked up and just hit the football as it was being snapped? No, was like, no that was, was number 29. Yeah, yeah. That what was, was that? hilarious. Yeah. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I I want a player on every snap, a luck and long snap, just to go up and smack the I ball. I still don't away. know what happened on that play. Something they seemed calling so. It to- that seemed yeah. over the line to me. They were calling a so time right. Out. right. There's no justification for that. What's he trying to do? Is he trying to referee Lafle- the game himself? Ruining the game. LaFleur was calling a timeout, but they were not whistling it in. And so he didn't <laughs> want him to get the snap. I guess get a practice kick. So he just decided to take matters in his own. He's a man of action. Packers suck. <laughs> just like Dahmer. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, hey, as, as far as uh, 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 good news, Blake Corum is coming back to Michigan next year, yeah. but who knows whether Harbaugh hey, Explain that, by the yeah. way. Is that a big NIL deal? It's got to be, right? Because there's no way it makes sense to come back. Partially, well, I think yeah. he has to, maybe he has to prove that he maybe he has to prove that he's that he's healthy again. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get at least a and million away, in NIL and give away yeah. a year. It's got. I, I figure if he got a big NIL deal, deal I understand it. But he, it seems like right. you lower your value by playing another year in college after you've had the best year you can probably have. So yeah, he, I mean he does have NIL money, but he wasn't very high on draft boards for whatever reason. Right. So will this, he go higher? It has mean, to be. Drew, Drew, he, he wouldn't come back otherwise. Yeah, he wouldn't come. His his future. He believes in the NFL. Whatever gets him there. With the most money and the and the most years is what he's going to do. So he must feel that he needs to prove himself again. And they got a pretty good offensive line at Michigan. So coming well, back kind of makes sense. The reason maybe, I the reason I disagree the, is because he had such a great year, and it's just a meniscus. It's not a it's not a bad injury well, at all. Yeah, I mean, I think if you can go pro, you should always go pro, right? You so how do they how do right. they keep those two backs happy next year? Isn't that a little tricky? Well, Don, I mean, you, you would think his workload would be a lot less, but they really like Donovan catching the ball. But you Donovan know? doesn't want to just yeah. catch the ball. No, he's he? going to do everything. I mean, it's great for Michigan, and uh, if he makes a million dollars, which I would assume he would. I mean, I just saw somebody advertising to give money to some collective yeah. to keep players yeah. at Michigan or something goal. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah that's uh, oh. yeah, Jared Wangler's thing. Mozzie uh, Smith uh, announced that he's going pro. I don't think that's a big surprise to anybody. Schoonmaker, too, which is kind of a yeah. medium yeah. surprise, and DJ Turner, so... 
and um, uh, Harbaugh may, and I'm surprised, Drew, you haven't you haven't taken off on Harbaugh. <laughs> if, if, if you are no, not a Michigan fan, it is very easy to dislike Jim Harbaugh. Very easy to find a he's lot a of cheater and a liar. <laughs> All that stuff. If you're not a Michigan <laughs> fan. So he's interviewing with the Broncos Thursday, correct? Is that yeah, the only I, news? Something like that. It I just seems to me he desperately wants to leave. That whole story about the Carolina thing, how he's calling and calling and calling and calling the owner who finally goes, okay, and talks to him. And then it's like, Jim Harbaugh talking to owner. And then the owner's like, look, look, I, he was calling me constantly. I had to talk to him. I mean, doesn't it sound like a guy who is desperate to be in the NFL? Maybe he's just de- desperate for attention. I don't know. You know, I, I, He gets yeah. a ton of attention. Usually your agent takes care of that stuff. You shouldn't be on the phone that's saying, hire me, hire me. That's what we were saying yesterday. That's the first time he's had an agent in a long time. So it yeah. could be a leverage play. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's just tired of coaching. Leverage play, he just got a big deal, didn't he? No, he in took Michigan? a pay cut. Remember, he took a pay no, cut. No, last year. No, no, it, it, was, it was restored. It was restored. Yeah. Um, what about Eli? Can you look into the Holocaust Museum visit, please? Because I saw that Blake Corum was on the like West Coast, and he's supposedly training out there to get his knee back in shape. And so he—I don't know how he could go to the Holocaust Museum. Harbaugh's interviewing. When are they going? I have no idea. It's got to be spring a practice. Jewish person, I think it's up to you, as a media member who is also Jewish, to inquire about this and put the heat on. Wasn't it just Edwards who has to go? Or no, not? the whole team. The whole team. He said the whole team was going. Maybe they already went. They didn't publicize. That's what they should say. No, we already went. What are you guys talking about? You guys missed that? I have a feeling this is this one's gonna get lost in the cracks. I think so too. And my last one today is again the Tigers in their eighth year of rebuilding have again done what they do so well. They They make their great trades and they trade them for three guys you've never heard of. Just like they (laughs) traded Justin Verlander for Jake Rogers, Daz Cameron, and Frankie Perez. Just like they traded uh, 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 J.D. Martinez for Dalwell Lugo, Jose King, and Sergio Alcantara. And now they've done it with a two-time All-Star and their closer to get three minor leaguers from Philadelphia that will maybe someday develop, unlike the other ones they've traded for, that haven't. And uh, this team is its year in and year out, 100 losses. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I think the Lions, the, the people are never apathetic. They either hate them or love them. The Tigers, you can get apathetic. And I think we saw a lot of it last year. And, and, and at this rate, who knows? They'll, they'll I, be good. I don't see a lot of patience in the fan base. I think they're going to find some really small crowds this year if they start off yeah. really bad, which they're very capable of doing. I mean, who knows? Some of these guys who had good years two years ago and stunk last year, maybe they'll come back and have a good year. I, I just really, that trade, by the way, I know Soto's got great potential. I didn't like him as a closer. He was he hits people too all the many. time. Yeah. He yeah. walks, guys. He's crazy. But yeah. I thought the two guys they got, I looked at their stats. I'm like, eh, not, nothing really. Are they high draft picks? And no, they're not high draft picks. Yeah. They're just it's, scrappers who are 25 ish. I don't, I don't get it. They, aren't, they well, don't walk a ton either. They're not big on base average guys. Well, the, the next thing you have to look at is when does Soto become a free agent? Because the Tigers are going to try and save money if he's, I think he's a free agent after, after next year. So oh, fuck, that's up. another reason they don't have to spend. But yeah. anyway, anyway, that's all I got today. It's been a wild, wild weekend for sports. Get him and out a good of one, here. too. Yeah. What about uh, Ted? Hey, 
Dr. Yaldo. This is us. This is the time where I make my pitch. It's been five years since he gave me multifocal lens implants. I, I remain pleased and thankful. I don't need glasses, contacts, or reading glasses, to which I was a slave. And they used to drive me crazy when I couldn't find them or I'd forget them. My multifocals will serve me with 2020 near and far vision for the rest of my life. For you younger ones, custom LASIK, amazing. You'll gladly dump your glasses and contacts and see better without them than they ever did with them. The free evaluation is yours. Call 800-398-EYES or go to YaldaWeissner.com and save $1,500 by just mentioning this fine show. Hey, get out of here. All right. All right. Thank Have you, a good week, Eli. And we'll talk soon. Have a playoffs championship. Bye-bye. Wave goodbye. Now, um, this morning... I, I can't even count the number of days this happened when everything in the news is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, my God. It was that everywhere. It, Trudy, is it wow. not reaching the point of being a total joke? That is so ridiculous now. I cannot believe Harry's deal. You know, I mean, and now he's not going to the coronation. Surprise. Are you disappointed? I don't want to let him go. I find myself disappointed in the media. I feel like they're not telling him. How ridiculous this is. I saw someone in a uh, British writer was saying, what is wrong with Harry's friends? Why aren't they telling him what a fool he's making of himself? Yeah. What, you know, what Shit. bullshit all this he's is. He's not allowed to have friends anymore with that, that beast, Megan. That was the point uh, oh, it wasn't of the story. Her fault. And, Will and I didn't get along before Was that he her. doesn't hang around with his old friends at all anymore. And, and some of his military friends were also bitching, saying, you don't talk about killing people. And there's a colonel who said, man, that's so gauche, right. saying you killed 25 people. And he also said, <laughs> the if he's worried about his security, that is the worst thing he could have done. Far worse than any concerns he had up to this point. We were laughing about the Taliban's response yesterday. <laughs> he's a loser. loser and all that. Did you see their new response today? No. They want him tried for war crimes for <laughs> killing 25 people. <laughs> fucking chopper. I'm all for it. Got it out, I'm Taliban. I know. But, Drew, every single publication that I went to today, every single television show that I turned on today, everyone covered Harry. What the? F- well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, he's makes good copy. He's British. Covered over in England. He's talking yeah. about the same shit over and over and over. These are... It's so obvious to me now, first of all, some new whoppers, he though. hates his brother. Yeah. He has passion. been overshadowed by his brother. He's the spare. It's no, have, fear. Have, have you ever and, heard anybody call their brother their arch nemesis? That is the most no. fucked up thing I've or, ever heard. Or talk, talk about how astoundingly bald he is. Yes. Oh, my his, God. His scowl and that he, he's uh, looking less and less like mummy every day. That's so weird. And, and, here, and uh, what's his name? Anderson Cooper said, boy, that's pretty harsh. Like, oh, I don't think it is. No, everything in his brain, he's always right. Everyone else is always wrong. Well, w- and when someone says that he's wrong or Megan did something wrong, he issued a 25-page rebuttal <laughs> and said, we just issued a rebuttal that proves that's all fake. Doesn't a rebuttal is not proof. No, it's not proof. And then when Anderson Cooper said, oh, yeah, well, this guy wants her to, to walk and be throw, have excrement, excrement there. Oh, you just proved my point. Oh, that proves your whole point, really? Did you that hear the what, media is radicalizing the British people? Did you hear what Buckingham Palace said? Their official response when they got that twenty-five page report? No. Look at me! I'm looking for the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just thrown it in the trash. I was. You no, know, I thought it was shitty that sixty Minutes said uh, we well, asked Buckingham Palace for a response, but they said they had to see the interview first. I'm like, why don't you show it to them? How are they supposed to respond well, to something they, respond they can't see? I thought Co- I thought Cooper was okay with them, but maybe that's because I'm comparing it in my mind to how Strahan just threw him softballs. I guess maybe day. a little better. Um, well, I mean, he, he 
what you just said, what his response to Harry about, well, gee, isn't that a little harsh? I mean, but but he's not absorbing any of the criticism, so he's just going to keep living his life. I was watching it. I, I would really like to pursue the business of you're making hundreds of millions of dollars complaining about your family. Yeah, that's how can you that's how really can you argue with that? That's all he is. Now. And how can he think that it doesn't look that way if he doesn't believe that, which is ridiculous? I, I told you uh, my response when I was watching it this morning because I watched the Lions game and Julie was there, and so she was watching a little bit, and she just goes, "I think he's done too much therapy," because <laughs> his response was all like what a therapist would tell babble. somebody about it. Yeah, it's all psycho babble. The thing about you know. I wasn't racist. It was my conscious bias, my unconscious bias, and oh, like who, who, who objectively? He said, "Did you see?" He said the British family is not racist after calling them racist two years or, ago. Or they, well, they that's just, the other thing too. You let it linger for two fucking years. Here's Morgan and, said, and "I his, want my job back because I said they weren't racist." I rebutted what he said, and I lost my job. And, his, <laughs> and, and Harry's response to that to Anderson Cooper was ridiculous too. He's like, "I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore." It's like, but you just did. You just did in your book. No, it's a one-way street. It's It spits out of my mouth, and you just take it, and they do. Yeah. They just take it. All of them do. I, I can't imagine how you could possibly sit down with them and not say, what the hell are you doing? What are you? You're talking well, no, about the gonna, same no thing for three years now. Well, two years, actually. Oprah's two years old. How, aren't you bored of this? Aren't you sick of this? Don't you realize that you job, are estranged though. from your yeah. entire family and your wife is estranged from your entire family and her entire family as you are? Don't you think something's wrong with you? Yep. He needs to look at a Tell me, everyone in her mirror. family and everyone in your family is picking on you two. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, I got to tell you, everything he says pretty much ends when he still thought his mom was alive until he went oh. and saw yeah. where she died. That was the most bizarre exchange. Sounds like a nut. And that he thought every day when he woke up, it would be the day she'd that's, come back. Well, she, she's a complete weird. cunt if that's the case. Then he thinks she's an absolute bitch. How could you hide from your kids for 10 years? That's Sounds insane. Like a, he sound like a conspiracy yes. theorist in general. Yeah. He said that the, the tabloids are radicalizing the British public, and he said they're feeding the tabloids the story. Then they read them, and between reading the stories, they feed them that they're starting to believe all these things. <laughs> he also did say that uh, he was glad that he went to war because that gave him a purpose. Killing people was, <laughs> killing people was his purpose. <laughs> He was so mad and angry and doing drugs and being destructive until they sent him to war yeah. to kill people with an Apache helicopter. And then he was cool. I'm convinced that... It helped he, him. That's why the Taliban wants him tried for war crimes. Yeah, I might have something he's, there. He's saying he killed 25 people so to weird. say, I am a spectacular soldier. With that's my why bare he's hands. I monitor four radios at once and I killed 25 people. He's trying to say that I am truly great at something. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, I flew an Apache helicopter, although he didn't fly in the pilot's chair most of the time, oh, according to what I read today. Anderson Cooper said that. I flew in on a helicopter. <laughs> There's no button for a prince that you push and it flies itself. Get to the chopper! Well, he did fly uh, the Apache, but they said most of the time he was operating these sensors and the, the, the weapon systems. Yeah, he's the yeah. passenger. Uh, whatever. He messy fiddled with the radio. I wonder if he was really put in any great danger and and by the way acting like a normal soldier which is what you know they say is that yeah he was he was staying like an is that really does he deserve to be blown for that no he wasn't even acting like one he didn't have to get drug tests like every other person in the military did he got all these... no he went to rehab before he was in the military he got an exemption yeah. because of who he is yeah. 
that's what's so crazy about this, which is what another thing that blows my mind is that these people say, don't you think it looks crazy to see a member born into royalty who lives the life that you live to be complaining all the time yeah. as a full time? Do you realize how privileged and ridiculous that sounds? Yeah, well, the new one is is where he they wanted him to live in the basement of one of the palaces. I'm like, <gasps> okay, but it's st- <gasps> it's still a palace. I think that's what you're missing here, Henry. <laughs> cares way, if it's the goddamn basement? When you're um, the spare, but you're still that's a, a better prince. job. I'd rather be the spare than the heir. How do you score drugs? <laughs> well, you know, oh, it's staff. easy. You we got have ways. Yeah, you got people. Somebody come to the palace. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Andrew, there are some. <laughs> The royal drug dealer. There are so many <laughs> complaints that we had to sort of siphon it down to so we could move on from this topic. With a brief Cliff Notes Theater, um, Anderson Cooper, and uh, just a brief little, it, I think it's a good, it's a litany of complaints, but it's very brief and it's to the point. I think you'll appreciate it. It's this. a summation so you don't have to watch all these different interviews. Tonight, Anderson, Harry, the interview everyone is talking about. The split with the Royals, all the allegations, and all the drama. An Anderson Cooper 360 special, The Harry Interview. Prince Harry may have stepped back from his royal duties in 2020, but he and his wife Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, certainly haven't stepped away from the spotlight. My mom died. The press killed her. My dad didn't hug me when my mom died. I didn't want my dad to marry Camilla. Camilla used me to get good press. Megan got bad press and they wouldn't help her. The royal family plants mean stories about Megan. They took off on a plane when Grandma died and left me behind. There were empty seats. Grandma was dead when I got there. It's a deeply personal account of Prince Harry's decades-long struggle with grief after the death of his mother, Princess Diana, and a revealing look at his fractured relationships with his father, King Charles, his stepmother, the Queen Consort Camilla, and his brother, Prince William, the heir to his spare. William's balder than me. William beat me up. William doesn't look like mom anymore. William broke my chain. William scowls. William hurt my back. William pretended we didn't even go to the same school. When you read the book, very quickly you realize we don't know that much about what's been going on in the in the inner life of Harry. Nobody cares. I look forward to finding peace when they apologize for the 767 things they did to me and Megan. <laughs> Well, there you go. Bad crier. I don't think that was uh, even all of them, but that was a lot of them. The Camilla stuff, too. He was complaining about her being an evil stepmother. He was 21 when, when that when they got married. Yeah. Uh, we let him get married. Such a baby. So why are you talking about this? Shit like this goes on everyone. People's moms die. Everyone's moms die. I realize it was more spectacular. Yeah, but his mom died. I know. It's his mom. It's his mom, so it's more important to him. The little stuff like, William wouldn't acknowledge me at school. (laughs) He said, just pretend we don't know each other. Like, okay, because you're he's three years older than you. (laughs) He doesn't want you to be, he doesn't want his brother around him in high school. Make your own friends. That's totally that's not that abnormal. That in fact it makes them sound kind of normal to me. He's the little uh, brother. Well, he's truly turned into a tattletale. Do you see he shared a text message between Kate and... Yeah. Uh, what oh. an asshole. I know. That is... By the way, Kate doesn't look so great in it, and, no. but, but Megan looks far worse. I think they both look like Wait, wait, wait. What? What Remember, the... nobody likes a snitch. What's the text? Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> Let's see. I think I sent it to myself. 
It's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. It's about Charlotte's dress. Oh, the one where it was big and baggy. Too big, too long, too baggy. Kate, crying. this is a text Aww. message. Charlotte's dress is too big, too long, too baggy. She cried when she tried it on at home. Break! Megan's response. Right. And I told you the tailor's been standing by since 8 a.m. Here at KP. Can you take Charlotte to have it altered as the other mums are doing? As the, as the other mums are doing. You know what? No, the, all the dresses need to be remade. I'm not sure what else to say. If the dress doesn't fit, then please take Charlotte to see AJ. He's been waiting all day. Fine. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't see that. Kate did anything. She didn't do anything wrong there. I mean, complaining about the little girl wanting to wear something pretty. She tried it on. She cried. Here's the, here's no. the other. too baggy. Here's the other great part. Yeah, kid. To have Kate understand the stress that Megan was under before the wedding, I guess Megan asked Kate, did you know about the drama with Thomas Markle with her dad? Basically, my dad just had a heart attack, so she was using Thomas for sympathy from oh, Kate. Shut up. She hates him. She wishes he died. I know, but it benefited would've her been, to would've use Would have been better drama had he died. Yeah. At the time was, oh my God, who's going to walk her down the aisle? My daughter dumped me. She didn't even want him there. Kate said she was well aware, but the wedding was in four days. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I guess Megan replied with, yes, Kate, I know. It's like, yeah, because you don't care about Thomas either. Ooh. Stop talking about the royals. Oh my God. Enough. All right. Um, so... Something uh, interesting happened today in the true crime world. There's been a... Boy, these stories, there have been some big stories. And I'm not sure if they're just always out there or if we're just so stuck on true crime right now because it is... In fact, I saw someone saying, well, I'm not surprised about Koberger because all anybody does is listen to true crime, watch true crime. I mean, there's a true crime sure. mania right. that has just taken over the nation because it's fascinating. Yeah, humans it love is. that kind of story. But you know what? People don't commit crimes. Otherwise, police would be out murdering people all the time because they see crimes, they investigate crimes, they know the ins, the ins and the outs. I don't think police commit any more murders than than you would think police commit, do they? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I think don't it's know. making people... I don't think that we have co-burgers all over the country. I think we have a lot of people who now think that when you're upset, you can shoot up a school... Or you can shoot up a grocery market or, I mean, that's among the range of behaviors now because it happens so much in this country. I don't think it's because people watch true crime. Oh, no, I wouldn't think that. But there are some spectacular it, cases. It's like saying rock and roll makes people do that kind of thing. Like they yeah, used like to blame oh, yeah. Manson and Ozzy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. ACDC. Elvis shaking his hips, grooming all those girls. Uh, <laughs> I have to admit, though. That I can't understand all these people who kill their spouses. If you, if we do watch as much true crime, and we do, and if you watch even a modicum of true crime, you know the spouse is always the suspect because they usually do it. Well, you've also never been married, am I right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Julie. Joke. No, I mean, you should know that. That, you know, your chances of getting away with it are so small. It does happen, but well, not very often. That's mentioned. It's pretty. Pretty good out, too. You can just get divorced and move on with your oh, life. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Right. But, um, you know... Except so, for the people who are going to get cut off. Oh, yeah, oh yes. that's true. Well, when I saw the story about the mom from Cohasset, Massachusetts, oh, 39 years old, she's beautiful. She's got three cute little... I think they're all boys. And uh, a Walsh. Just, uh, 
gorgeous picture of her and their, her uh, cute kids. A 39-year-old, and this girl is from Serbia. She sounds like a superstar. She's in real estate development. She travels the nation. She makes a lot of money. She lives in Cohasset. Uh, she went to Cornell. She's done all the right things. And the guy she's married to looks like a total fucking slug. Oh, that hair. Just a fat slob who, by the way, got busted selling fake Warhols to people in South Korea. Is that guy's mouth way too small for his face? Look at that it mouth. just looks like so tiny. ridiculous. It's like, what are you doing with that woman? Yeah, he has a lot of real estate. You're right, Mark. It should start right here. It's way too small. Um, he's I, also eight years older than her, too, which yeah. is amazing. I'm stunned. I just keeps coming up with me. The confidence some people have, the confidence that guy had when he said, oh, yeah, she could be mine. How could you think in a million years that chick should be with you? But he did, and she was. Yeah. But then, of course, it becomes apparent that, yeah, she's everything that uh, we thought she was, and you are a total fucking load. And not only that, you're in a lot of trouble for selling fake Warhols, you dick. You know what this reminds me of early on? When I see him, see his wife, and then see how she's successful, and then there's this murder mystery, I think of Bob Bashara in a way. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, it looks, uh, that's a pretty good uh, comparison. Minus the douchey sunglasses. This douche also. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's beautiful. Yeah. When he sold the, the, the Warhols, okay, this guy got ripped <laughs> off on some Warhols, and he goes, you know, I kind of got ripped off on these, and it really sucks. And the guy goes, you know what, I can get some money for them. Let me sell them for you. Know, the guy's like, sold. okay. So he then declares they are Warhols, sells them for $80,000, gets busted by this guy in South Korea, and not only does he get prosecuted for it, uh, he also never pays back the guy whose Warhols they were in the first place. Yeah. I mean, this guy is is a class commit, A load. You're going to commit fraud. You might as well screw over both ends. Yeah, go all the way. <laughs> so anyway, uh, mom from Cohasset, she's getting ready to fly to Washington, D.C. on a business trip. And on New Year's Day, allegedly, she missed her flight. She, the last thing he knew, he said, was that uh, he heard her order a ride to Logan Airport early in the morning on the 1st of January, and she's you know got this great job and responsibilities, and, and so she's off and running. And then um, by January 4th, um, no credit cards have been used. There's no social media, and she posts stuff a lot. And additionally, uh, she didn't use her phone. Hmm. Missing white woman syndrome. That's pretty weird, and her employer thought it was really weird, and they called the police, and the police check in with this load, husband, <laughs> who is not allowed to leave his house without permission because of this fake Warhol thing. <laughs> and it turns out that he's like, yeah, she left. Uh, you know, I've been worried about her. I've been calling her friends, which is true. Her friend said, yeah, he called. And, he, you know, have you heard from her? I'm sure it's nothing, but uh, I just haven't heard from her. It's just a little strange. So it turns out that he's been at home ever since she left on the 1st. He just went out to take the kids for ice cream. That's all he did, which he had well, approval for. He also said he went to Whole Foods and a CVS, which was 40 miles away, which, I mean, aren't, well, isn't everybody within, like, three miles of a CVS? Nah. Yeah. Especially These things like are Coast. supposedly, his errands were allegedly approved, but he <laughs> left one thing out, and that said he went to Home Depot Oops. and oh, bought oh. $450 of cleaning supplies <laughs> with cash. What? With cash. Not a credit card. Cash. <laughs> That's pretty weird. weird. Well, and if you're going to buy cleaning supplies, you got to have a tarp. Because <laughs> he also bought a yeah. tarp. <laughs> 
I mean, come on. How many times? Why don't they just sell bob, a, a bucket, bu- Mur- murder cleanup buckets kits with the tarp? Yeah, all in murder one. Murder cleanup kit. They should have a murder cleanup kit. You know what? I'm going to market a murder cleanup kit. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Go to Amazon. There probably already is one. Because people who have a smaller mess will go, well, if that'll clean up a murder, it'll clean up what I got. Yeah, so you have to get a, a special kind <laughs> of. That'll be the slug line. <laughs> if it'll clean up a murder, it'll clean up what you got. And it comes, oh, with yeah. a, comes with a complimentary luminol so you can go back and make sure. <laughs> yes. There's no blood idea. left. Mini bottle of luminol. The, you could have the optional uh, person-sized cooler that that guy bought that we saw. That, I mean, it's a human-sized cooler. Like, what the fuck else would you buy that for? Anyway. Well, that, that, so they saw him on surveillance there because he didn't mention that he went there. And so they're like, okay, I guess we'll check the surveillance for Whole Food and CVS that he claimed. Or he will they? Guess what? Wasn't on that surveillance at all. Surprise. Oops. Yeah, so he's just making shit Fucking up. Fucking liar. And paying or maybe cash. not. So... We know he did it. He should be jailed on the basis of, we know you did it. We're just looking to find out how you did it. So you're going to be in jail for a while. That's the law that I want. It's, I'm not explaining it very well, but you know what I mean. Jews law. Uh-huh. So anyway, what they did was they arrested him for misleading investigators yep. because he lied about where he went. So he's a $500,000 bond, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, they searched the house. I was just going to say that, Trudy. Just a couple fake paintings. (laughs) They found blood in the basement and a broken knife in the basement. And now they're trying to find her. Anna Walsh. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, She's somewhere on that 50-mile drive to CBS, Mm -hmm. I predict. Probably. He's got, they have a lot of grounds, and I guess they've searched the grounds. They've drained the pool. They've done a lot of things, but... Somehow, somewhere, and I'm sure there's a track or a you know surveillance of his car leaving or coming or whatever. Well, if he had his phone with him, or any his his kids had their phones. Well, or... if he had a murder consultant, he wouldn't have carried his phone with him, of That's course. True. But he can't leave his kids alone, so his kids would have gone. Well, his kids. How, how old are the kids? The kids are young. They're, they're, the they're one small. of them's like four, though, isn't he? Four or five. I mean, they never, blur out all their... trust a four-year-old. They blur out all their faces, so you can't really tell. But just the size of them, I would say they're they're all under five. Four- and five-year-olds are full of information. Oh, my God, And they yeah. are not afraid to spill it either. Yeah. They have no concept of who should or shouldn't know no. things. No, they will not. <laughs> trust me, they will not cover for you either. No. no. <laughs> not even if instructed. <laughs> Actually, they do the opposite in my... They just vomit the truth. <laughs> narcs. Yeah. Unless they're in trouble. Tiny little narcs. They know to lie when they're in trouble, but otherwise there's really no lying yeah, that about it. It's incredible that they Everything do that. comes out. What do you mean you didn't do it? I saw you did it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, so, was there anything new on uh, Cobes today? No, nothing nothing that I saw. Yeah, what's taking so long here? Well, I mean, I've, I've seen know, like the Kaylee, only, Kaylee we know so much, though. Talk. We have already learned so I take it back. much. The new story I saw was Dad was cleaning up the broken door from the SWAT team. That I came saw that too. He was shot back in all the glass. Like, I think we knew that we yesterday, are. though. This I mean, is where we are for news on Cold yeah, Booger. No, I'm kind of pissed. Like, come on, have some news. There's got to be something you can tell us. Can we talked to another loose lip person inside the getting, jail. Is he getting boo food in prison or anything? Totally. I mean, is there any good news? He's nailing chicks. Just ask him. I did see that somebody on the boner line, 20966 boner pointed out that he looks like uh, Stetson Bennett from the Georgia Bulldogs. and Oh, he for, does resemble Stetson Bennett. She oh, resembles him. Is he side to side? Side yeah. by side? Yeah, I'll bring that up. And then Johnny Depp's lawyer, you know, that hot Camille Vasquez. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. been hired by NBC, and on her first oh, day, whatever. she's talking about co-booger. Yeah, well, I was, I, her report was pretty informative, I, I thought. Well, NBC hired her to do what? To be their legal, legal analyst. Because she's hot. Yeah. 
Well, people know who she yeah, is. Yeah, duh. Is, is there anything better than being hot now for money? I mean, seriously, no. hotness equals money now, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. always been that yeah, way. Well, for, sure. for, for women. I think for men, much less so, but probably indirectly. Yeah, except for <laughs> the other guy's eyes are not murder eyes. <laughs> God, they look a lot alike. They really do. It's funny. I just still see Dennis from uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that too. Um, I want to see his... Um, before weight loss picture. Oh, you want to see him? Fat? I, I've seen I, a couple I, I when he was it. like on the way down. He was still kind of fat. He looks a lot nicer, by the way, probably because he's been bullied. He's been softened up. Yeah. And when he turns into the bully, <laughs> man, he's just all asshole. Yeah, here's where he's a little chubby. He's got he's got GI Joe hair, as Mike Clark. Would he say. does. Yeah. He Ran, really does. Randall Yates hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was painted on. That was so weird. And it was his real hair. Almost looks like Chet Hanks in this photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's slight resemblance. Um, speaking of of hot, and I and I have to tell you because I've been watching so much sports lately, I don't. I'm just so overwrought with these token females and all these sports shows. Sorry, Trudy. They're all hot. I'm not. Of course, they tell yeah. me there's no chick that isn't hot that knows about football. Really? No. I don't no, believe that. No. There isn't. So we, we know it by now. They, but they act as if, oh my God, we've made so much progress with the sports network. We've got all these, and they're all hot. Yeah, that's not progress. That's just giving more to hot people. Yeah, but TV. I'd rather they be on it than. <laughs> Why are we giving everything to hot people? Is the idea it's survival I think, of the species? Me, meanwhile, hot people get ahead. Meanwhile, uh, male analysts are. Um, really gaining ground, especially when they're huge. Have you noticed so many like former linemen are analysts now that take up the whole screen, particularly on ESPN, like the Booger McFarland types? Yeah, there's a there's a, a bunch f- of big I, guys. I, I mean, it's not, you don't have to be hot to be a football analyst. I, well, clearly, that's what I mean. I think, maybe there's an advantage to taking up the entire screen. You can't not see them. Well, I had first take on, and it was a, a, a three shot, and it was little skinny Stephen A. Smith, and two of the Biggest dudes I've ever seen in the other two squares taking up a majority of their square. And Stephen A. Smith just it looked like the number 100. I swear, I still never hear when someone says, Hey, did you hear what Skip Bayless? Did you hear what? So I never hear anybody say, Hey, did you hear what Maria Taylor said? Hey, did you hear what? I mean, it just never happens. So I'm assuming that the ESPNs of the world think that. Well, we don't talk about this, but women, they don't really add anything. So we might as well just have a hot woman that can talk about football because the, the Dougley ones don't know much either. Is it impossible for a hot woman to know stuff about about sports? Oh, I think they can carry, they can help facilitate a show. No. They can host a show. But to be the analyst, no. I don't think they. I don't think there is one that can do that. I don't know why there isn't. There should be. I mean, honestly, there's nothing so difficult about football, but if you don't play it, who's, I think it is harder to understand. Who's the Asian woman on ESPN? She gets, uh, she gets raves. Is she not hot enough to have a higher profile? Because I, I hear people say re- she's good. I think she's really hot. I, I think she knows her shit, yeah, too. Mina Why doesn't she have a bigger profile? It's a great question, yeah. Because, um, honestly, Maria Taylor... She has she's nothing. awful. She I, she's terrible. absolutely nothing. So why is she? why does she make $10 million a year? Uh, because um, she's hot. No, because Rachel Nichols was really mean to her, and somebody <laughs> saved it. <laughs> uh, honestly, that is that I mean, probably gave, okay. that probably gave her an extra two million in leverage leaving ESPN to NBC. Uh, would she pass the Janice Ian test, Maria Taylor? <laughs> would she look like Janice Ian? Would no, she? She would not have that job. By the way, if Diana died, would she pass the Janice Ian? Did if Janice Ian was Diana, would the world have been so upset about her? <laughs> Just asking. Oh, being hot gives you an advantage. 
Without a doubt. Are you saying you know, Janice is Harry's mother? I think the next move by the palace is going to be revealing the DNA of Harry next. They'll be like, fuck you. That's a showstopper. That is a showstopper. <laughs> that is Hewitt. I know. You're, You're not royalty. Kid. Bye. You're not coming to my coronation. Get the fuck out of here. You're not my kid anyway. See you. Yeah. And by the way, we, money. Get that money back to us. So, um, Marie Taylor, I, I watched her all last night. She doesn't Awful. say anything dumb. But she doesn't say anything. No, she's she awful. just really it just facilitates and adds to, and I don't hear her. You I know, find her annoying more than anything. Like she guffaws you, a lot. What does the average guy do then when they're sitting there drinking a beer, kick back, not paying attention or something, and she comes on the screen? Do they like? I don't think there's start, anything offensive start about watching. Her. I mean, no, she just exists. But how how many it's people exists. do you know sit there and really watch halftime? And stuff? isn't it just kind of filler time? It depends. Like, uh, last night I was paying attention because I was written to the game. Okay. So I was kind of curious. I like to see what people say. I mean, there's some people make, there are hot takes. They happen. That's what Twitter's for. <laughs> no, I, I, those guys, I mean, they know the game. They know the game inside out. I think they make some great points. And, and they are a lot of them are around the teams a lot, too. So they know things that we don't know. And that's the advantage to being a beat writer. And, you know, I'm just, when beat writers don't give you the dope, I feel like, why are you a beat writer? What is the point of you if you're not going to tell us, you know, the inside stuff? But but some beat writers really do. I just get annoyed because a lot of times I feel like it's filling time for the next commercial because there's so many commercials, well, pre and, and, and halftime. I mean, if if you were watching your high school play football, would you need people talking about it 15 minutes to get you ready for the second half? Of course not. No, but the players need the time. So, yeah, of show highlights. Now, I got to say, I was riveted riveted to Channel 4's post-game uh, of the Lions game last night. Did you watch any of it? <laughs> I did. I did not. Oh, I felt so bad for Bernie. Bernie I, was so cold. He did not want to be there. Was Nothing shivering. was working. Every, did everybody look cold? I thought Goff looked like he was a block of ice the first quarter. <laughs> he he looked like so it. cold. <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Campbell looked really cold at half. Oh, my God, his nose. His nose is so red. Yeah. Yeah, it was cold out there, but what happened? So Bernie was, I mean, that was at the end, so he'd probably been sitting out there a long time. By yeah. the way, there were a lot of Lions fans at that game. I just I just didn't think he wanted to be there, and then he wanted to throw it to, um, you know. Video? Uh, yeah, a video, some kind of quote or whatever, and it wasn't queued up, and they didn't have anything. So then they threw we it to We have the what? audio? Yeah, we, we have I'm, the video? I'm trying to look for it right now. And yeah. he, he kept struggling with people that were talking in his ear, so there was very, very long stretches of dead air. Oh, my God. Was, uh, and there were people yelling from the crowd that he like communicated back with yeah he kept he was saying, on TV. i'll come over there in a minute guys yeah, hold was... on i'm on live tv it's really bizarre you know that reminds me of oh boy interesting topic i wasn't expecting to go here yet but i might as well i i saw this video of this reporter in canada oh, yeah. who is just giving a story about something and all of a sudden her words start coming more slowly and then they're getting jumbled and then she's like I don't feel so good. Uh -huh. And so the anchor, and we can play, we have, uh, we have, we have the Bernie stuff. I'm looking for it too, because it's okay. just the timing. Do you have what I'm talking about, Brandon? Yeah. Jessica Robb. Yeah. Play Jessica Robb. She just, and the, the anchor's like, okay, we're going to see you later. And then she's, oh, by the way, there's a camera in there. So she's fine. Trust me. She's fine. It's like, no, I don't trust you. I don't know that she's fine at all. I kind of wish you'd stayed there so we could have seen the person assist them or something. But it was like, this person is just about to just completely take a, uh, a header and they just cut away from her. 
Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nairman, I am looking at uh, oh, after the, the, the day, families are pushing feds to pushing the feds to uh -oh. sorry airman i'm <laughs> i'm i'm not feeling very well right now and just i'm just throw up just, uh, okay we'll come back to me right now we'll make sure that jessica you are doing okay thank you we oh, will make sure that jessica is okay she's so and we'll give you guys an update a little bit later to make sure that she is doing all right she is not alone she is with uh has come Go back to her. I, I don't trust you. Yeah, and I think, from, from my background, I, I think she was having an aura and a seizure. Um, okay. Really? Is that what they said? I just thought she was going to pass are you, up. Are she, you uh, playing doctor, Brandon? I'm playing doctor because that's what it looked I mean, A lot I've, of people are playing doctor. I've seen people who have the aura before a seizure, and that's just what it looked like to well, me. See, that reminded me of the guy in Glenn Beck that just goes, I'm passing out. I'm passing yeah, out. Passing that was out. weird. And Glenn Beck didn't believe him. And, and then, uh, wait, who's the guy? Dominique Wilkins and... Oh, Bob Rathman. Oh, my God. He was so gone. And Dominique's just going on and on and like, hey, where'd you go? What, what the hell happened? <laughs> it seemed like Dominique just didn't give a shit. That's why he's a human I didn't finish my point. <laughs> well, you crash. But, um, okay, the internet has gone ballistic, as it does, with claims that she had just tweeted that she got her third booster. And so, oh, that all oh, the anti-vaxxers jumped on and that. And that has been taken down from her Twitter now. Oh. Her Twitter is now closed. So people are insisting that, oh, it's the vaccine. She's something happened from the vaccine. And it happens every that time, fast. It happens that fast. Yeah, people can diagnose <laughs> the vaccine that quickly. It's amazing. Yeah, diagnose when seeing somebody so. on TV. Well, I've heard people that got the vaccine so they didn't feel well pretty quickly. So it's possible, I suppose. But how do you know, watching that it's the vaccine? Why do people <laughs> pretend they're doctors? Why now? To me, and I read about somebody who is suing over, and I can't remember the case, but some online thing started about someone having some medical issue, and people are so comfortable talking about this. Lenny Dykstra, everyone is, is oh, it's the vaccine. It's Demar Hamlin, it's the vaccine. Well, when you are spreading malicious information about someone's health that you have absolutely no clue what you're talking about, that is that could be considered slanderous. It could hurt someone. Yeah. It could hurt their career. It could hurt their ability to be hired. It could just cause them stress or unrest. So why is everyone so comfortable diagnosing people they see on TV? Because no one gets in trouble on Twitter. Well, uh, we're having, starting to have a few interesting cases where people are striking back. Do you want to hear her? fucking nuts. Do you want to hear Jessica Robb? That's the reporter that you want to hear No, her I would like to know response? what's wrong with her. Yeah, what is wrong with her? I have no idea. On Sunday night, a very personal and vulnerable moment unfolded as I reported live on air. Since then, it's been shared thousands of times along with baseless theories about mm -hmm. the cause. To everyone who's reached out with supportive messages of well wishes and concern, thank you. It's been overwhelming. And while I can't get to all the messages, please know I've seen them and appreciate every single one. You're right. Uh, I've also received an overwhelming amount of harassment and hatred tied to false theories about the reason for the incident. Why but would anyone hate her? Even if you thought, even if you were certain the vaccine did this to her, what point is there in bugging her or giving her shit? 
What? 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 I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, really? What the fuck is? What is wrong with this country? I mean, I'm sure this is going to clear it up and not give them any more fuel. To oh no! Well, taking because, Twitter down was a great idea. Because she follows it up with, "While I will not share private medical information publicly, I can Way say to go. That, that there's no cause for concern, and that my understanding of my own medical background provides a reasonable explanation for what happened. Oh. I can, however, confirm the situation was in no way related to the COVID-19 vaccine." Ah! You might be right there, Brandon. <laughs> Which is what you would say if you passed out from getting the vaccine. Yeah. It's even more suspicious now because she's denying it. <laughs> her own understanding of her medical condition, so she sounds like she Yeah, has. maybe low blood it's sugar. her maybe, fucking yeah. body. Hypoglycemic. She or, yeah. is her. You are Lenny Dykstra. You are whoever the fuck you are. You don't know. What are you talking about? Why can't people just look at it and go, um, she's okay, but that was hilarious. <laughs> Well, that used to be the response. Well, remember the... But the anchor was a little overconfident in her being okay. She didn't personally. know. <laughs> she knows she's she's got to say that. What's wrong with the producer? Stick with it, man. You got a, you got a real news story oh, yeah. unfolding in yeah, front turn of the you. camera. I want to see the cameraman put the camera down. I want to see his feet as he walks over there and goes, are you okay? <laughs> Kicks her. That, that's going to keep more people watching, <laughs> isn't it? Defibrillates her. Then waiting or Yeah, she defibrillates her falsely. Remember that L.A. reporter Knocks who was heart reporting out? on either the Emmys or the Grammys, the heavy, heavy dirtation clip? Oh, yeah. Like, like that was that was pretty scary watching that, but then once you know she's okay, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even 30 well, Rock, 30 Rock the- wrote it in one of their scripts. We're seeing for the very oh, first time, Sarit. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy dirtation tonight. We had a very Darrison... Daris- Oh. But let's go hit Terrace Tazen those for the bit. Oh, the pit. what's so weird? The fuck? That's so oh weird. God, She's totally fine, weird? by the way. Did what was wrong ever- with her? No, she's drunk. Explain. No, I think it wasn't. I for, no, she was not drunk. Was there an explanation given? Yeah, there but, was. I just no one remembers it because now she's okay. We all just laugh well, at it. What, what language though? I mean, honestly, was she having female problems? She had a rag or something? She's on a period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her blood. she's not a period. Obviously, <laughs> she lost a lot of blood. <laughs> she's lightheaded. It's Wait. a mini stroke. Somebody said. What about the yeah, fakest? I, she was hoping. The fakest of fakers. The Statue of Liberty, Wendy Williams. <laughs> Wendy Williams. Oh. That is so ridiculous. I will go to my grave insisting it's fake. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But then all the other stuff that happened to her. But probably that was the very beginning. I'm not saying she's not nuts. The tip I'm of the saying. iceberg. It was fake. So it was a lot of fun. Let's get started. I'm worried about her. I love Our how big first caress. What? Why wouldn't she sit down at this point? She did, right there. No, she fell down. She staggered around for like six seconds until she, she fell in a fake way. Here's the actual audio when well, she Why'd she fall up? on her butt? I <laughs> Brandon, will you find uh, the Glenn Beck one? Yeah. Why did she one. fall so safely? Are you in luck with Bernie Smilovich, by the way? She's got great... No, you know what's funny? The NFL, because I record the NFL game, and that cuts off, but the news picked up late, so it's in that area in between. I'm so sick of recording the fucking news and getting, like, ten minutes of it. It's like, can you straighten that out? You might have it. I don't know. (laughs) No, I have the first ten minutes. Yeah, I was looking for it. Plus, when I finally found the... The Lions game that you recorded, you recorded the Telemundo one for some reason. <laughs> oh, good no, job, recorded, Dick Vitale. I recorded both. I don't know who recorded the Telemundo okay, one. I'm just saying. All right, here's the Glenn Beck you were asking about. Okay, so all of this that was bad that everybody said, oh, no, we can't invest in that, the government invested in, and now this oh, is boy. full of cancer. <laughs> if all of those had cancer, cancer. this now, now has it. 
that's okay. So <laughs> this is uh, uh, Treasury. Well, think on your you feet, right? Glenn. I'm passing out. Okay, are you okay? You want to hang on? No, I'm passing he's going to okay. pass out. He's passing out. You fuck. You want to sit down? He shakes his hand. Okay. All right. Congratulations on passing out. You okay? Yeah, he just did exactly okay. what he said he was going to do help three him, times. Somebody help? You should we'll, just... be back. we'll be back in just a second. Oh, don't go to a commercial. Stand up and finish. Okay. The floor... See, it was great that they stayed with it at least a little bit. The floor manager really didn't help out much. He right. invited people to hover around the guy. Um, we have uh, the Hall Financial Hotline. We have two possibilities today. One, we have potentially the, uh, the, the millionaire better. It's four or five guys from Detroit that bet in some thing where you, I guess, bet the, against the spread for one game every week. Oh, yeah, a suicide pool. And they were, I think they were the only team left, and they just had to win the Lions game to win a million bucks. And there's like four of them, four buddies who just, you know, one of them owns a restaurant, one local. of them is a sales guy. They're all local guys cool. from Roseville and Livonia and places like that. Anyway, they won a million dollars, and and Brandon was trying to contact one of them, and the the uh, they're in Vegas. They went nuts when they won. It was great. I don't know if we have the video, but um, anyway, Brandon started contacting this guy, and all the messages coming back, it would seem that they might be celebrating based oh. on the the messages seem a little disjointed. It sounded like maybe he wanted to come on, it but does, maybe but... he can't, and maybe he's on a plane, and maybe he's not. Right, right. I it's reached all out very to iffy. him. And I said, hey, congrats, congrats on the big win. Hey, you want to uh, talk to us about it? And the first one, okay, flight home. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what, are you in the air? Okay. <laughs> Would you be available around 6 p.m. if it's too hectic? Let me know. And what's, what's his first name? Brian. Brian. Well, let's just give Brian a buzz and let's yeah, we can we catch shout. the excitement. I mean, I'm happy for all these guys. First of all, it's a great achievement. I thought it was some fluke where they, you know, just made one bet. On the game and one, which is great. I mean, you gotta love it. Have you ever done but a pool like that? It's really hard. I haven't, but no, that very, sounds very so hard because yeah. they, they had to bet spread on one game every week. Yeah, and right? You can only and, pick a team once throughout the whole season. Right, and they won every week. Yeah. You've reached the voice wow. Box of Brian Kestering. I'm currently away from my phone. Please leave me a detailed message. Might be in the air. Glad to call you back. Thanks, and have a great day. All right, I'll leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Grip. Hey, Brian, it's uh, Drew from the Drew and Mike Show. We are recording our podcast right now, and we wanted to help you celebrate your victory. Congratulations. You're probably, um, probably a little on the uh, lighter side from celebration, I would imagine, or in the air, or who knows. But uh, feel free to call us back if you want. If not, maybe we could talk tomorrow. Anyway, congrats. Yeah, because before it was at least ringing, and now it's going straight to voicemail. He might be in airplane mode. It's like everything went right after the Seahawks game yesterday. What a night. And honestly, it just felt like it's one of the things where I've seen cities fall in love with teams before, but it seems like it all came together in the last week or so where everyone was just so excited about this team, these guys, this coach. Everything. And everyone seems to have let go of the same old Lions thing. And when I've seen this happen before where cities just, you know, fall in love with the team, it was like the 85 Bears in Chicago. I was home for a couple weeks over Christmas, and I was, of course, a huge fan anyway. And it was absolutely insane. There was uh, one of my years in Phoenix, the Suns beat the Lakers in the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals, where they would lose to Portland. But, I mean, that city was 
just agog over that team. Then we had the Red Wings in 97 and 98, and this, this town was absolutely crazed about just that was a really this city was so ready for that team to win it. And those Red Wings fans. Red Wing fans are so intense. And then, of course, we had the Pistons. I wasn't here for the bad boys. The bad boys, yeah. I, was, I would say the 06 Tigers because that was, that was a, that that was was a major surprise. Yeah, yeah. and Maglio's home run. A decade worth of Tiger love. But I cannot in my life think of any situation where a city has so fallen in love with a team that just finished with a winning record. <laughs> I know. It just went 9-8. and eight. I know. And this city is gaga over this team. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. They won 8 of 10, though, right? So. Yeah. yeah, they know. I, I mean, I I have no regrets. or I mean, I, I was just pulling for them. I didn't think they necessarily would do that well. I just hoped they'd win six or seven games, and that would be great as far as I was concerned. But uh, they well, really I, pulled. I mean, they started out so badly, and they just had such a great rally, and everybody got so much. I mean, the fact that they actually... Had a shot at the playoffs, made it so much more fun. And honestly, I think everyone in this town was watching, except Trudy. <laughs> everyone. Maybe D. Uh, Maybe Paula. I don't know. I don't even watch TV. But my other Hall Financial Hotline possibility, this is coming out of left field. This morning, <laughs> I got a call from Mr. Andy Dick. Oh, he called back. He is out of jail. All right. And he didn't seem to commit to giving a eulogy for Adam Rich, which is what I was looking for. <laughs> but he is out and about. Uh, he had not been to sleep. So oh I'm not sure. It was a kind of confusing call because he said that he was sober when he went to jail, but that being in jail made his sobriety more risky. And he's been out of jail for a while, so I'm not sure exactly what that means. Hmm. But um, I don't know. It's worth a shot. I will dial him up right now. You saying that he hadn't slept yet. What time was that at? Maybe he's waking up about, now. That was at about noon, so that would have been five or six hours ago. I think he was going to take a nap. and uh, A nap. <laughs> a long nap. A nap if you haven't gone to bed yet? <laughs> Just because it's in the afternoon? Yeah, I'm not sure where this is going. Except Andy. all I talk about is Andy Dick, so I might as well talk Andy. about him and try to talk to him. Andy, Andy, he still keeps Andy, that phone number. That's it's amazing how long he's had that number, isn't it? Yeah, especially since he's given it out a hundred times on social media. And the phone has gone bye-bye a few times. Plus, it's janky. Hola. Andy! What? Andy, how you doing? Did you stay up all this time? Mm, all what time? All into the new year? Since I talked to you this morning, I meant. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, is this the Drew and Mike gay fucking show? Yes, it is. It is the <laughs> Drew and Mike name. gay oh, fucking really? show. The yes. Gay, the gay and dyke show, you fuck <laughs> bitch ass faggot. Gayest show in podcasting. <laughs> so fucking faggoty. I don't have time for this shit right now. Andy, but I thought you were going to give us an, a eulogy for Adam Rich because you did have you had some contact with Adam Rich. I know you did. If by contact you mean I sucked his dick or he sucked my dick, then you might be right. But no, no, I meant probably you, not. You never partied which, with which him. Which one was he? he which was, one was he? Cute little one. The, yeah. He was the cute little kid on Eight Is Enough. He really oh, wasn't that cute. No, really. All oh, right, and then he was not. He was. Slobbing my knob, you fucking idiot, faggot. Yeah, fucking trying Andy, to make me, turn I, me into a fucking 
Fuck I was you, not dude. suggesting any sexual activity. I just thought maybe you guys had a couple beers together because you no, know I, everyone. I, I never knew. Him. I never knew. Him. I never knew. Him. But how did? How old was he? He was fifty-four. Yeah. And usually, you what? have a, you have a story about almost everyone. He was fifty. Wait, 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 wait. How old was he? Fifty-four. God damn it! I'm fifty-seven. Okay, and how did he die? Uh, it's undetermined, but he did have some issues with substance abuse and yeah. alcohol. And I know how he died. You know what? If you want to play fun suicide roulette with Andy Dick, hi, welcome to it. <laughs> Andy, have you been drinking today? Is that possible? I've been smoking pot. No, I've been smoking pot with my son. Who I'm like, here with. I'm living, Jake. I'm li- I'm living with my baby mama and my son, and he's gaming right now on a stupid fucking game. <laughs> I see. And you know what's weird? You know what's weird? You fucking faggots. What is that? My boyfriend. One of my. What? I have multiple boyfriends. <laughs> one of my one of my boyfriends is playing a game. I'm not going to say that they'll know who I'm talking about. But so I sleep at my boyfriend's house, my apartment. Yes. And he's playing this certain game to the point where I like, I just wake up, prop my head up on pillows and I love it. It's like watching Netflix, right? What game does he play? But I finally said I, today, Today, I said, this is a little too violent for me, hmm. I, and it's hurting my heart. Brandon, what game do you predict that this Andy's watching? The Call of Duty or like a Grand Theft Auto type game. Ah, oh, you're going to keep GTA. Gonna, I, was in, I was in Grand Theft Auto, you fucking faggot. Were you on the radio? <laughs> were you on the radio? Did you, you, were, you do Were you in Vice today? City? What? No. Is that the game, Vice City? Yeah, I, I, just didn't, I just didn't know which one Andy was on. Did you do a voice role on the radio for, like, uh, Vice City? Listen up, girl. I don't know who that girl chimed in. Trudy. I like hey, her. Trudy. I was, I was in Grand Theft Auto, but that's not my point. My point is that my it's weird that my son and my boyfriend are both playing different games, and my boyfriend is younger than my son. (laughs) (laughs) How how Hollywood of you. Andy played Maurice in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which was a fantastic game. Gardening with Maurice. Ah, nice. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, yeah. But you know what? Can we hear some of Andy's audio? Let me explain to the girl. The girl. So the girl's listening. Yeah, Trudy's the girl. name is Girl uh-huh. now. Yeah, hey, girl, listen up. Girl. I don't know who yes, this Andy. girl is more for. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Bring it, boy. Girl. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that moniker. You like that word? Boy. It's a real word, moniker. Moniker, yeah. I like, that's a cruel word. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, You're very well, literate. Anyways, I'll take the boy word. But my point, I don't even remember. My point. Oh, yeah. But my son is playing it. So, no, he's playing something. 
I, I, if I knocked on his door, which I'm afraid because uh, he has anger issues. <laughs> oh. Uh, my, my, you know, my son is like 27, and he's like, I'm afraid of him. He's afraid of you or your boyfriend? Who's he afraid Both. of? At this point, you oh. know what, you fucking bitch ass cunt. I swear to fucking Christ. <laughs> Andy. Fucking bitch ass cunt. Both of them. I'm afraid of both of them, you fucking bitch cunt. See, see how I have to cut my fucking hand on the phone? Because you're so afraid so of them? they can't hear me. I'm afraid of them. Help me. What do you what mean? If I said that? I'm Fuck afraid of them. Help me. Would you help me? If I said help me, would you? Yeah, I would try to help you. Well, or what, not. What are you afraid of? What, what are you going to throw a lifeline to me that's like a piece of thread? <laughs> fucking what fault, though. Andy, what are you afraid of? I'm nothing. How about that, girl? I thought you were afraid of them. You said you were afraid of both of them. I'm not afraid. No, I never said I was afraid. You called a bitch-ass <laughs> cunt again. Yeah, stop acting like a bitch-ass okay. cunt, Drew. I'm, I'm racing my brain to think, what am I afraid of? I'm really not, but I feel bad. I'll give you that for my. That's what I was trying to tell you. I feel bad for my son, who is older than my one of my. You know what? Why don't you get into it with my son? Because he, he already has so many issues with me. <laughs> Wait, I want to. I want to ask you a serious question. How do you keep attracting these guys that are so much younger? I mean, there's tons of people listening right now are thinking, how does really Andy do it? Know. How does he do I it? I really don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. big dick. Andy? Okay, that I'm part. A... Yeah, maybe, yeah. Plays a role? Well, I mean, if, if that's what they like, you mm. I remember, guess what? If that's what they like, that's what they going to grab. <laughs> <laughs> but there are 25 to 30-year-old guys with big dicks. So, I mean, how? What, no, what is, excuse me. Can we, can we back up that okay. genea, ge, genealogy? <laughs> is eight, 18 to 27. Okay. 18 to 27? There are 18 to 27-year-olds who have that attribute. They're little, okay, so you can bleep this part out of when I start talking about how tight their buttholes are. (laughs) (laughs) Can you bleep that part out? Yes, we can. We can. Bleep that out, bleep that that out, bleep that out. All right, bleep. But their butts are so. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's what they like about you. you. Oh, here's where you're, I'm going to. You thought that was fun. I'm going to take it a little bit more south and say they're almost as tight as your fucking bone. <laughs> <laughs> How creepy. That was really weird. I had to do my creepy voice. creepo. I want to hear more. I want to hear more from that creepy voice. That's one of the top ten most awkward moments in the show's history. I haven't even met. I, I know, right? I haven't even met you guys in person, but I bet your buttholes. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking faggots. Why don't you guys 
Get Andy, over it and suck my dick. Your id is out of control. You are 100% id right now. <laughs> Shoot, do we have audio of Andy on the... Uh... I just watched... Wait, wait, hang on a minute. What okay. Game are you what game are you playing? Because I, I can't remember. Would you be uptight if no, your dad was I'm acting like Andy right now? <laughs> my son weird. just walked out. And he already... Want, he, he walked out with a knife in his hand. He wants to kill me. Now, what game are you playing? Overwatch. Overwatch. Uh, I see. First person shooter. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. Are you a first person shooter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, now you can relate, Andy. <laughs> Millions of people. Just a little bit. I know you're entertaining, but... Oh, we're on with millions of viewers on the radio. Fuck yeah. Hello, world. <laughs> Is that your son? Hello, world. Hey. Oh, Hi, yeah. Andy's son. Hello. Andy, she... Hello. How, Hello. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you doing? Fuck yeah. I'm, oh, shit, am I allowed to Yeah, you're good. It's okay. <laughs> um, I don't believe it. You are your father's son. I talked about her... This fucking faggot's mother's <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Andy. Why are they laughing, man? Oh, they love it. Poor but Jacob. You, you're, you're classy. You gotta... See, my son thinks I'm classier than that. You fucking bitch. Uh -huh. You know what? Do you think it's... Wait, well, can you talk about your game more? No. <laughs> talk yeah. about your game more? <laughs> no, the game. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they want to know about. They don't. Hurt them. They don't. He just wants to they play. Andy, is it going well living back at home with your baby mama? It's yeah. I get that. I think you you need to slow your roll a little. I nothing in there. Okay. Well. Good luck, Sarah. All right, Andy. Now, yeah. Andy, we have to go. We have to take a break. Um, I want no. you. To, can you possibly? Get some data together and Adam Rich and provide a eulogy for us on another date. No, no, you can. Can you can you get it together? Andy. Bye, Andy. I'm looking at one. Oh, here you go. Andy. 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 Andy, we, we have to go to break. Oh, yeah. You know, I talk to my son, girl. Okay, we have to go, Andy. Girl. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you later, boy. Nice boy. <laughs> Bye, boy. Bye, boy. You have to go. Yes, we have to do a break. We have to go. Well, are you going to call me back? Yeah, we'll call you back. Yeah. We always call you back. All right. Um, call me back. Okay. <laughs> See you, boy. <laughs> See you, Dick. Real, Andy. Real creepy voice. <laughs> 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 Just oh, my gosh, boy. He's on a roll today. Love the creepy voice. Well, okay. <laughs> really good. Let's hear so him I on that, GTA. I thought that was a good eulogy for oh, Adam Rich. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About, about what's By the way, I, did you guys happen to see any of these stuff on Adam Rich today on TV? No. Um, did they bother you? Uh, I, queued up, I queued up the Today Show at 8.05. 
they, they did a pretty big story on him, and, and so a few things I did not know that were kind of interesting. You want to oh, hear Andy really? on Grand Theft Auto real quick? Because he did, I do recall this now, gardening with Maurice. And when you can drive in the vehicles in Grand Theft Auto, they all have, they have radio. The, yeah, they have tons of radio stations, and they actually put oh. in hours and hours worth. And this is uh, this is just a snippet of Andy's appearance in Grand Theft oh, cool. Auto, San Andreas. When you're doing something that comes natural, line two, you're on gardening with Maurice. Yeah, my name is Terrence. Can I call you Telly Welly? Uh, sure, I I guess I'm growing flowers, but sometimes I get really angry and fly off the handle, commit herbicide. I don't mean to. I say, I didn't mean it, baby. You'll be all right. Then I cry and wear a diaper for two days. A flower is nothing more than an educated weed. And like all <laughs> weeds, all living things need to be extinguished. Like a life support machine or, or a cigarette, which I won't be able to smoke anymore if the fascists in the state government have anything it's to say about it. It's actually part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. When you're driving around, you can just listen to this. Tobacco is a plant, yeah. people. It's fine. And, and, and if it comes out of the ground, we should be able to smoke it like coal and opium. <laughs> Next caller. Yeah, I got a question. Why is everybody on the radio named Maurice? God, I pray to the great gardener in the sky that you've been fixed. I hope they sniffed your nuts off because spreading your seed could be a disaster. Do you, do you have a question? A question? God, so many vegetables on this show. Tards. Yeah, that guy was talking Tards? about bugs and plants that eat them. I got a better solution. Put pesticide in the sprinklers. My kids love it. I mean, the ones that lived. Oh, lovely. You're a lovely human being, you fucking imbecile. <laughs> you morons in this town Somehow are I'm spreading like weeds. <laughs> this made it to... Uh... To a game. Oh, Game Theft Auto. Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. 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 Well, it was Grand Theft Auto. Shoot hookers. And <laughs> All right. Uh, today's show today, at, I queued it up on the Today Show at 8.05. It should be right there. As they're just going into the Adam Rich story. This fine young man from 8 is Enough, who uh, we've lost. 54 was enough. America's Saturday little brother. Home in the Brentwood section of Los Angeles. This morning, we don't Ann know Thompson why reporting. Adam Rich oh, okay. died at 54 years old, but police say the cause of death is not considered to be suspicious. He was the scene stealing little brother on scene 80s stealing. Enough. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you grew up? Uh, yes, I wanted to be Clark Gable. Who is he? America met Adam Rich. <laughs> it just didn't seem too old to be his dad. The yeah. youngest That's child so of bad the at Bradford it. clan. I bet nobody ever called you the baby of the family. Drink your milk. You'll grow up faster. <laughs> a little boy Jesus. making a big impression funny. on television audiences in the late 70s. Wow, thanks. His TV dad, Dick Van Patten, explained Rich's appeal oh, on great. the Today Show in 2010. Look how Dick People is. loved Adam Rich. People were naming their newborn babies Nicholas mm -hmm. because and they were cutting their children's hair the way Nicholas had his hair cut. He was a big hit on the show, and he was largely responsible for the show being such a big hit. That success oh, would be hard to duplicate. Wow. Rich would go on to guest star on The Love Boat. Well, this must be Brian. Hi. Hi. I bet your head burns. Chips. Hey, Lewis, how loud can you yell surprise? Pretty loud, Punch. And Baywatch. Oh, hey, man, listen. Saturday night, having a party at my house. Be there, okay? 
Later in life, Rich would be outspoken about his struggles with depression, addiction, and eventually run-ins with the law. Wait, so he ended up turning into Jack Osborne? Pretty much. So he, he looks got, like. He got older, but he never grew. Oh. I know, he looks That's ridiculous weird. as an adult, is, doesn't he? Is that... He looks ridiculous. Look at his hat he's wearing here, X-rated. As an adult. <laughs> a movie X-rated with Charlie Sheen. Does he have on, like, blue blockers? Kind of. His publicist yeah, calling him are so a dilated. was not meant to be an adult. Illness. On Twitter, Rich was a voice of encouragement to anyone struggling. Oh, come on. Celebrating seven years of sobriety. Writing, don't tweet. ever give up. Let's go shoot some baskets. Come on. But to many... This is the Adam Rich they'll remember. Yeah, that's the last thing he did. Keep it. Boy, older brothers sure are weird. Colleagues oh, thinking about show, Rich What a scene stealer. Way. This morning, his eight is enough <laughs> co-star and longtime friend Betty Buckley telling NBC, <laughs> he brought a lot of joy to all of us on the show and to our audiences. He I will be miss bothered him to greatly. Zoom. An autopsy will determine his cause of death, but that autopsy has been deferred pending additional investigation. That's according to the L.A. County coroner. Additional investigation? He is no longer with us. Okay, so (laughs) I I went... Because she said that uh, he uh, used his Twitter to urge other people to keep fighting, and I'm like, really? I I never heard that. So I'm like, he had had Twitter? So I went to his Twitter, I'm like, how many followers he has? And and then I find out he has 19,400, so I can't quit until I have enough (laughs) 3,200 followers, because I cannot have less followers than Adam Rich! Come on! It's ridiculous. Can some people unfollow him already? Jesus. How come no no one's dug up Willie Ames to eulogize him? Isn't Ames still alive? Ames is alive, yeah. Have you seen him eulogize him? He couldn't be bothered to Zoom or give a statement, apparently. (laughs) Does Willie Ames have a Twitter? (laughs) Good question. I'll look it up. But, okay, so Adam Rich, most of his tweets are, hey, look at me when I was so cute. Cute, yeah, Yeah. little kid. He's in a Dodgers uniform. And I do not see this incredible series of efforts to keep people on the right track. Right. (laughs) So did they make that up? Because I don't see it on his Twitter. Ann Thompson is, she's a respected reporter. She wouldn't make Uh, that up. Is that what... What she showed was a real tweet, but it's not like he just tweets this stuff all the Non-stop. time. She had to really dig. I, I don't. What you're thinking? I'm not finding tons of it. It did, it so did say Van Patten bailed him out on a couple of. He drove drug him offenses. to rehab once, or he oh, paid right. for the cab or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the comments. There's a picture of Nicholas in a Dodgers uniform, uh-huh, just yeah. as cute little Nicholas Brat. And uh, so I'm like, oh, there's some comments. What do you know? Gotta know, did you save that pic or did your mother? Either way, absolutely adorable. <laughs> he responds, thanks, Google did. <laughs> <laughs> then Trish P.A., love this, Adam, heart, heart, heart. Andrea Midas Mighty responds, I would have totally been your cheerleader, hashtag Flashback Friday. And then she has a picture of herself as a cheerleader, oh, which she contributes. She's retro coming on to him. I know, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that cute? <laughs> kind of creepy. 1983 here, 15 years old. Gotta love that 80s hair and the way the feathering, don't care, LOLOL. <laughs> no, not funny. You just want to put out a picture of yourself when you were hot. Right. Then Heather Mack. My sister and I were talking about you last night. Cutest kid. Uh, Jan, Donnie is my heartthrob. Such a cutie then and now for that matter. <laughs> oh. I don't think so. Uh, Raquel, awesome. Bon Hansen, heart, 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 heart. 
Uh, Truth Glow, you were such an adorable child, Adam. Beth Smith, super cute. Lars, the sweetest. Tuesday, so damn cute. Marla, hi, Adam Rich. Lord Pizza Cat, you were the reason I picked out the name Adam for my sibling when my mom was pregnant. Sadly, I had my sister, though. (laughs) Everyone is just laughing so hard at this stupid picture of my Dodgers uniform. (laughs) (laughs) Then Chrissy, Chrissy really puts things in perspective. No matter where your life, no matter where your life leads, which I hope is more acting. Yeah, right. And no one can take away your lifetime of memories more than any normal person would have soaked. Wait, what? No matter where your life leads, which I hope is more acting, no one can take away your lifetime of memories, Adam. <laughs> more than any normal person would ever have. So congratulations, life well lived. <laughs> is that after he died? No, that's not after he died. <laughs> She's calling it a life well lived. Because of his Nicholas days? Yeah, exactly. That's when he peaked. I think life well lived, I think that's far from what you would use to describe Adam Rich. Not that I'm trying to knock him. I mean, obviously he had his accomplishments and he fought hard and all that. Became sober, but I mean, life well lived. Think of Adam Rich when you think life well lived. No, not at all. Uh, Tippy, (laughs) it is enough. Love that show. Thanks for sharing this pic, Adam. (laughs) Patricia, so cute. Karen, I had such a crush on that little man. I was the youngest of eight, so I thought I was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh Does he reply to any of these people? He did respond oh, to the okay. one when right. he said that Google provided the picture, not him <laughs> or his mother. Jeez. Oh, my God. I searched Willie Ames Twitter to see if he has a Twitter, and the yeah. only, only thing that popped up was Scott Bayo attacking Willie Ames on his Twitter. <laughs> Whoa! How did Bayo and Ames have such a falling out after Charles in charge? Why is Bayo attacking? He retweeted um, a replied to a response from Willie Ames, February twentieth in twenty twenty one, about how he's turned down interviews and podcasting cameos for two years. He just doesn't want to feel the need to talk about you know uh, Charles in charge or anything in the past. And Bayo just commented on it, wrote, "Willie Ames is a tool, a useless tool." Hashtag fact. Like, what? <laughs> God, he's just a stick what of dynamite waiting to blow up all the time. What is wrong with that's that so guy? Bad. And another one he wrote, oh, where is it at? Um, I cannot Willie believe- Ames exposed himself to Alex. Thanks for letting me get this message out. I think that is in regards to the Johnny Depp trial or something. Willie Ames is a liar. That's another one. <laughs> this is all from Bayo. Why is Bayo attacking Ames? Okay. Who's, who's just- Alex? I don't know. Just trying Very to... soon, Willie Ames's real personality will be revealed. He's nothing like the likable character on TV. Willie exposed himself to Alexander Polinsky during Charles in Charge. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I exposed myself to two other people. Just, I just exposed Not Alex. Myself. I just had Nicole Eggert sit on my lap. <laughs> right? <laughs> is, is, this, Alex... is this just deflecting the Nicole Eggert thing? Yeah, kind of. It sounds like it. Was Alex a female? Um, well, no, I just said the full name. Let me go back to it. Um, no, Alexander Polinsky. That's a dude. Must have been the kid on there, yeah. So he's, he's suggesting there's some homo stuff going on. And that's it. Anything to take Ames down. <laughs> yeah, Alexander Polinsky. He ratted out Bayo. Well, there you go. Wasn't he ratting oh. Bayo out? There you go. Pretty sure he was. Really, huh. Ames is a fraud and a coward. I just want to review something and make sure that my brain is operating properly. Scott Bayo. Was he not the featured speaker at the 
2016 Republican nomination. He was well. Was he one of them? Was he one of the main speakers? Yeah, I think he was. Scott Baio. Why does it seem? I mean, it was weird at the time. It just seems even more ridiculous with every passing day. That was the biggest wait, wait, celebrity. The, who was the other? No, there was another celebrity. Too. Antonio Sabato yeah. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> what is Antonio? Is he hosting something? He no. did. He did Sabato? the RN, He did the RNC in 2016, along marry, with Scott Baio. Didn't he marry someone and they divorced him like three days later? Was that the oh, I don't know. Doritos chick? Was that her? Doritos chick. Remember oh, the girl? Cindy Crawford? No, no, no. Oh, she's really pretty. Uh, Allie Landry. Oh, Did he marry Allie oh. Landry. Boy, it sounds familiar. Are you not, I know Allie Landry married uh, Mario Lopez. Right? Okay, I get Mario Lopez and Sabato mixed up. Also, um, also at that same one, uh, the Duck Dynasty guy. Okay, who's <laughs> there? Oh, he spoke. Yeah, he was there. Uh, uh, Sabato. Why, wouldn't you think you just kind of skip that element rather than I'm go? Black. Well, we can get Scott Bayo. We can get Antonio Sabato Jr. and the Duck Dynasty guy. He has a son. No, with- let's just not have. Let's just act like we're not catering to that arena. <laughs> Do you know who Sabato knocked up? <laughs> who? Virginia Madsen. Sabato did. No, he has a son with you Virginia like her Madsen. too. You think she's hot? Well, that really knocks have, her down. You would have Sabato sloppy I, seconds. I, I, <laughs> very no, weak moment. I would not. <laughs> I always thought Virginia Madsen was beautiful. You were horny for her for quite a while. I really dig her. Together for five years. What? Really? Yeah. She fell for Sabato? Yeah, they probably went to a reunion at New Trier. Ugh. Can we the see only Vir- thing I am worried about is getting a boner. Can we see Virginia Madsen's team photo, please? Yeah. <laughs> now, apparently I have two numbers for Willie Ames if you really want to try him. I think it's worth a shot. Oh, yeah, he could. I mean, who better to speak on Adam Rich? All right. Here he turned is- down the Today Show, but who knows? Maybe he's feeling better. Virginia Madsen's Who's Dated Who is pretty brief. It starts off with a dude named Billy Campbell, moves over to Dweezil Zappa. Oh, well that, now that was kind of cool. No. And Danny Houston, the actor, you've seen him if you've seen him. And Antonio Sabato Jr. And finally some dude she, named Nick Holmes. She's got a type, by the way. She likes dark like, guys. No, she likes guys with, with like spiky big hair. And eyebrows. Yeah, she does. Look at the eyebrows on all those yeah. guys. I never had a shot. She would have loved Co-Booger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try Willie. Type. Yeah, no, I'm psyched to talk to Willie. Willie! Willie was on Family, too, wasn't he? Family? The show Family? Wait, was he on Charles in Charge? Yeah. Is that what oh, he was saying? Yeah. I didn't know he was on Charles in Charge. Yeah, he was his best buddy. He was Bayo's best buddy. That's why it's really sad to see them you well, know, go at it like maybe this. Maybe we can do something to try and mend the wounds. <laughs> mend the wounds. I don't know. It might be too late for that, Drew. I'm just saying. Mend the wounds. What am I talking about? <laughs> We're sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Probably to get away from Bayo badgering him. (laughs) (laughs) Bayo. Cut it out, Bayo! New boy in the neighborhood Lives downstairs and is understood He's there just to take good care of me Like he's one of the family Love the number you have reached. What? Oh, for two, Mark. <clears throat> oh, I told you they were old. That's disappointing. I would really have loved to talk to Willie Ames. It's Bayo's fault. He's in hiding because of Bayo. That's that's possibly the last time I'll have any interest in talking to Willie Ames. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I something happens, highly doubt that. Unless something happens in the Bayo battle. I highly doubt that. <laughs> Can't Willie Ames do some kind of weird project so we can just interview him? Like a Sharknado or something? 
What's he looking like these days? Um, Great. Didn't you see? He doesn't look too well good, rested. Trudy. He looks <laughs> oh, oh, kind of oh, beat oh, up. Oh, oh. I would yeah, say. I think it was the hair that. He looks like Lance Armstrong, Armstrong after a yeah. bender. That's a great. I think it should be in the Lance Armstrong story then. Doesn't Layflot look better than Willie Ames? <laughs> no yeah. way. I think he does. No way. You want to call Leif? Are you talking about Leif without a bandana or with a bandana? With a bandana. Oh, well. I haven't seen him without story. a bandana in a while. And by the way, who wears the bandana better, him or Brett Michaels? Uh, Brett well, Michaels. Brett by Michaels. a mile. Yeah, because, because you never see it, Michaels without ever it. off his head. You rarely see Leif without it. Leif Garrett probably partied with Adam Rich. Do we have his number? Well, the last time we I, talked I want to him, pretty a sure we talked good to him. eulogy for Adam Rich. I feel he deserves he's it. He's been shortchanged. Yeah, Ann Thompson didn't nearly he do him. Those clips were all <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I feel like it's a producer, that, you know, maybe an intern. Like, you guys find some clips of Adam Rich. On. No, and just they, found the first, the first one. Yeah, three. they used the clip from Baywatch where he's asking me to come party, <laughs> <laughs> where he looks totally bizarre too. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Hello. Leif. Leif? Hello. Oh, hey, it's the Drew and Mike show calling from Detroit. How are you doing, man? Leif? Uh-huh. Leif, are you there? Leif, yeah, we, we were just calling to see if um if you uh are you are you knew Adam Rich, correct? Leif? Remember when you and Adam Rich were close? He just, passed. he just passed. He passed, and uh, some people were saying you would be good to maybe offer a few words. I'm so sorry, but uh, I huh? uh, don't understand what. What? what wait, what? Hey, who's this? What happened to Leif? Who's this hero? What did you do to Leif Garrett? I was talking to Leif Garrett, and then all of a sudden something happened to him. Who's that? Did boy? you do something? Hello? Hello? She gone. Ma'am? <laughs> Call back. I think we got disconnected. I think it's a Hispanic going on. version of what happened to Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, it, does. it reminded me of Jimmy Stewart when he <laughs> was declared retired from public life, even though I borrowed that phrase. I am being held hostage. Text me, please. Text me. Leif. Text you? Wait. Was that, was that a Homer impersonation? <laughs> what that was that? Was? What happened? What just happened? Leif. Lay flat. Is he still there? <laughs> oh, Leif, knock it off, Leif. What Leif, a goofball. We were, just looking for some, goofball. we were just looking for some kind words about your friend. Why are you breathing so hard? Your friend Adam Rich. We understood you and Adam were friends, and we just were looking for some kind words. Uh, Adam has passed away, unfortunately, as you probably heard. Oh, he gone. All right, I'm going to try the second number for Leif Garrett. Does Leif have any connection to Adam Rich whatsoever? No, well, they were partiers in the late 70s. <laughs> yeah, See, same. I just assume since they both were so fucked up, they must have crossed paths. Oh, for ridiculous. sure. That is, that is the best. Your call cannot fight. be completed as dialed. Please <laughs> See, check the number. I believe oh, that. Can you, can you Google them their names together and see if anything comes up? Well, think about it. Leif was a huge partier, and so was Adam Rich. Weren't they both in they were both child stars? Soleil Moonfry's documentary about herself? I think they were both in. Dickie so. Roberts, right? No, I don't. Well, Dickie Roberts, right? Uh, Adam was in Dickie Roberts. Was yeah, Leif was in Dickie Roberts. They do know each other. Oh wow, they do. Now I feel even more strongly about it, <laughs> and and I feel correct. There's too. a photo of them together. Oh. oh wait, no, never mind. That's not. Him. Leif Garrett uh, was once um, on Eight Is Enough. 
He was? Yes, in 1980. Okay, Brandon, call and The back. only reason I know is because there's a picture of him and Dick Van Patten for sale for $20. Tell Garrett we're not messing around this time. $20. Get Garrett on the phone. <laughs> Garrett! <laughs> Get Garrett on the phone. Who, who else is in this picture? I just want to hear more of Hispanic Homer. <laughs> please text me. did that sound like Homer? Yes. It was pretty good. Me, Who are the other people in this picture that's up here? I think is he's got a future doing Homer is if anything happens. I see Leif. Yeah, that's Leif. That's Leif Lott. The headman. I see Todd Bridges. I see Tony Dow. What is that? Oh, my God, What is Tony this picture Dow. from? Rest in peace. That's Adam some, Rich right some there. Some child star get together. They're singing a song together. Uh, oh, it must be raising money for, uh, about, for, for child stars that need rehab. Or Greg Brady. Oh, my God. Yeah, they must have been at some... some is that rerun? Some fucked up child star get together. They're... Don't you think? Yeah, the Dickie Roberts. Oh. At, at the very beginning, remember they're all like playing poker together or something? I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set I'm up. I'm shocked. Okay. Please text Life. Come on, Life that's just won't lazy. Too bad Roland is alive. He could certainly grease the skids and make this happen. <laughs> oh, Roland knew him. What the hell happened that night? <laughs> what are late seventies stars do we know who partied? Too Ready much? for a bomb? I know. I feel more determined than ever to get a good eulogy for Adam no Rich. For no I just reason. Wanna, I just want to win. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, Trudy, um, um, one, I got to think win. about this. I know there's. I know we have an angle on this somewhere. Garrett was a great angle. Much better angle than I initially thought. Maybe I would have been more persuasive. Than I only known. Should we try a punch? Uh, Eric Estrada, do we have his number still? Estrada? I'm just going to look through this. Straw Man's number? I think we did at one point. <laughs> yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. Okay, well, that's worth a shot. Let's All do right. it. Good. Good so the holidays are over. The next big gift-buying holiday is Valentine's Day. Perfect opportunity to step up and buy your sweetie, man or woman, a gift card for some tightening at Dr. Rocha's office. Love will be in the air when you chisel yourself into a more perfect body. A lot of hours at the gym, and there are still people who put in the work and can't get that flappy part under their arms tightened up or the pouchy little fat thing over what would be your abs, legs, buttocks. You can tighten it all up with Evolve. It's 44,000 sit-ups while you're laying on the table and your face and neck with Evoke. The Emerald Laser is a fat-burning tool that destroys fat everywhere in your body. Combine any or all of Dr. Roche's lasers and modalities, and by summer, you're ready for bikini season. Or if you're a dude, board shorts. Also, check Dr. Roche on uh, Instagram for more details. They have a full line of CBD products, including for your pets. Call them and be the first 25 to mention the Drew and Mike show. Keyword boobs. I get $250 off. Some restrictions may apply. Check it out. See what they can do by teleconsultation at 248-338-1110 or go to drroche.com or Instagram and check out all the before and after pictures. I'm just laughing because one of the names I found that maybe, maybe could eulogize them. Oh. And once again, I have no idea if this number is still active, but what about, and only because he came up on the show yesterday, Greg Evigan again. <laughs> Let me Google him. Greg Could Evigan, Greg, again, on, is still alive? Yeah. All right. And, uh, I should ask uh, our sponsor, Christine. Greg Evigan is dead again. Greg Evigan is dead again? Greg dead again? <laughs> I, I love how um, somebody, whoever uh, has, like, sort of the editorial um, pen on the on the commercials crossed out newest sponsor where it comes <laughs> to Christina Gennari, because she's been with us for a really long time, she and her team at KW Domain, because uh, real estate is a complicated business 
Christina, however, has been doing it for more than 20 years. She knows her way around, and she and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to make the move. So when it's time to move, go with the obvious choice, Christina Gennari. Go to soulchristina.com. That's soulchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. After 20 years. 248-550-4788. And NordVPN, yeah, we know the, that they protect us against Internet service providers the evil people who are trying to throttle your bandwidths. ISPs will slow you down towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. Don't fall for that. Uh, they will also, NordVPN will also let you switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, and others in other countries for cheaper prices in the U.S., including YouTube Premium, too. Um, unparalleled browsing security, which is foremost uh, in using your Internet. Protection from hacking your personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. Hey, Mark, uh, who did you mention before Greg Evigan again? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. There was always somebody in the middle, too. Right before Greg Evigan again. Greg uh, Evigan again. I'm, I'm, if it was, it was someone I was number I don't have. I can't remember already. Oh, okay. I'm going to try Eric Estrada. Okay. No, Eric, this we saw insane. the clip. We They're in a clip together. I think that's <laughs> eulogy-worthy. Do we know anyone from The Baywatch? Um. Oh, listen to this rip-off version. Is this the real version? I hate these fake versions. I, I recognize them right away. Well, now I can't tell if it's real or not. I mean, right, Breaking Greg Abigan again news, too. Oh. It's going to blow your mind. Eric! What a production. Straw. 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 Hello, we are not available now. What? Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. What is he doing We will now? return your call. Patrolling highways. Straw. Eric. It's a Drew and Mike show, and uh, we were made aware of the fact that you and Adam Rich had a uh, had a, a relationship. And uh, I, know you worked, I know you worked together professionally and a personal relationship, too, and we were hoping... You could help us with a eulogy for uh, no, Adam Rich, who we lost uh, tragically at 54 on Saturday. Thank you, Eric. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm a police officer. I'm not sure you'd agree with them the way I described their relationship. <laughs> it sounded like um, more. Okay, breaking news on uh, Greg Evigan again. Greg Evigan says that BJ and the Bear could not be made today. <laughs> How ridiculous is that? Okay, I'll bite. Why? He knows that his biggest hit, the 70s sitcom, BJ and the Bear, boy, this is a boomer show today, probably wouldn't be made today because of some animal, animal rights issues. A comedy about a trucker who roamed the highways alongside his faithful pet chimp who wore a jaunty hat. A jaunty hat? <laughs> what is a jaunty hat? Um, Can I see his jaunty hat, please? It's, it's like um, Jimmy Jimmy Walker's hat, sort of. Like oh, okay. All up on top. And Do people say, you know, I'm looking for a jaunty hat? Any jaunty <laughs> yes. hats? Ran from 78 to 81, but the 67-year-old actor hinted that the ape did not enjoy a peaceful retirement. Looking back on it, I wish I'd known more, and I probably would have tried a lot harder to make sure he had a better life after the show. I don't know the exact story, but none of those stories are that great trainer that was working on the show had the chimp, but they grow up and they're the size of us. They're pretty hard to handle. That's why there aren't too many shows like that, because there shouldn't be shows like that where you have animals in captivity that should be in the wild. Wow. Man, I'd love to have Mother so much to talk to him about because he dated Matthew on Melrose Place. So he was Billy. 
Yeah, he could talk about the um, the relationship on Good Morning America between Hobach and is, what a that's a looser TJ. connection. What's what's more loose? <laughs> Greg Evigan eulogizing Adam Ridge or talking about Amy Robach? Uh, want me to get Evigan uh, try? Yeah, and if he doesn't Wait, we answer, we have Greg Evigan's Greg. number. It's, no, this is a huge stretch. I don't even know that he knows Adam Rich. Did you Google Google them together? Uh, no. <laughs> They probably don't even know each other. But we could at least talk. Oh, we could at least talk to him. Ah, oh, balls! All those shows, God. All those shows sort of like cross each other. You know, like seems like it. Yeah, and they probably performed on the network Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah, they all hung stuff. out together. Yeah, it seems like Evigan should have been brought home as Willie Ames' buddy for a slumber party or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first gay kiss on TV. How about Todd Bridges? We know That's that the they, last one. I, we I know can't. that they worked on that uh, that movie together. Dickie Roberts. Yeah. Dickie Roberts. Yeah. Try Todd. Todd likes talking. Todd's having some health problems, isn't he? Is he? Oh, man. I thought. He is. What a survivor. He's still breathing, years. isn't he? We don't need to defib him, do we? <laughs> he was in That's My Boy. Please leave your message for 3 1. Whoa. Uh, hi, Todd. Uh, it's the Drew and Mike show calling from Detroit, and uh, we were hoping out of your relationship with Adam Rich possibly you give us a few words on Adam's behalf I know you were uh, you worked together and you had some personal relationship as well anyway call back if you can please thanks the whole financial hotline definitely giving some people uh, some messages that will make them say what the fuck? I'm gonna go out on a limb hey, and say this? This is the second number for Bridges. I'm going to say that different strokes could not be made today. <laughs> Definitely some dubious episodes. Gordon Jump? Yeah, the Maytag. Was, that, was he Maytag repairman? No, he was the Maytag repairman. He was the bike salesman. Wait, they actually called him Maytag? They used a corporate label to this oh, no. molester? Was his, he was his the commercial Maytag gig. repairman, but on different strokes, he was the bike shop repairman oh. who molested Dudley. <laughs> Please leave your message for 3-1. I don't think Maytag would have liked that too much. Yeah, did he lose his gig at Maytag then? <laughs> That's a great point. Maytag should have sued them. <laughs> How is Maytag doing? Have they recovered? <laughs> Todd, is this your machine? <laughs> he gone. What a concept. <laughs> wow. I guess Adam Richel, he can't be buried until he's properly no eulogized. No kidding. We cannot find anybody to eulogize him. Well, let's give it a little more thought. Uh, if anybody's got any ideas of who can <laughs> yeah. eulogize and let us know. Yeah, maybe somebody out there, a lot of people, you know, we haven't asked people for celebrity phone numbers in a long time. It's always yeah, nice Feldman? when you guys pass along a number or two that you know or somebody oh. who you think might be appropriate in this case. Trudy, you just ripped a liner. That's a great one. Feldman? Corey Feldman. He's just on our show. We, we, we have his know number? That, yeah, don't we have his number? We, we saved him when he called in. We do. I mean, come on, he partied with us. He's Adam. really chatty. Yeah, I think we should call him. <laughs> Can we have him comment on Greg Evigan again, too? And Amy Robot? And just everything? You want me to give him a call? I don't know if he's been on GMA. You want me to call Feld Dog? Yes, call absolutely. Yeah, let's call the Feld Mansion. Felds! <laughs> Maybe we can get his girl to do a little solo. <laughs> Take a break from the activities at Feld Mansion. <laughs> Your call cannot be completed. Oh, what? what? Please check the number and dial again. That. I saved it. What? Wait a second. He couldn't have changed his number that fast, could he? 
He couldn't have. And that's the number that he called us on. Not he a didn't phone. Corey F- Feldman right on the caller Sure, ID. you didn't miss dial? <laughs> Did I fat finger it? Corey Feldman, Adam Rich. Let's see if there's a connection. She plays keyboards, synthesizer. She's our DJ. <laughs> this solo's our DJ, awesome. Our ballerina, our health coach, and of course, the lovely wife. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mrs. Corey Feldman. Like solo. Please leave your message for three. <laughs> oh, this is Corey. Oh, we're in. God, you have fat fingers. Don't turn that down. Five. Uh, Corey, it's the Drew and Mike show in Detroit. We just spoke to you when you came around. We had a great time talking about Jackson Super Soakers and stuff. Anyway, uh, if you got a minute and you give us a call, thanks. See ya. Come back, come back Oh, I am yeah. missing, missing a thing. Oh yeah. Going to, going to swing. You better make it sting. Cause I'm the comeback king. Man, that song gets stuck, yeah. doesn't it? It's an earworm. All right, uh, going back to uh, what was going on today for real. Um, <laughs> really for real. Strange, strange incident in Utah. Because the LSU gymnastics team had an event there. Now, the LSU gymnastics team, why would that be a big deal? Well, the reason is because Olivia Dunn is on the LSU gymnastics team. She is smoking hot. And she's a massive influencer. She has 2.5 million followers or something. And she's in skank I mean, she is skanked out every day on Instagram. I believe she is the first million-dollar NIL athlete in college sports. Not because she's really good at gymnastics. No, in fact, she wasn't even performing in an event at this meet. So she's apparently an average gymnastics person, but she makes the most money because she's the hottest. So people sponsor her ad nauseum, and she's got all her influencer money. So she is like the the most... uh, the wealthiest, the highest paid college athlete who is a female, even though she's miles from being the best athlete, yep. because she is so hot. She's the Anna Kornikova of gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Trudy, is this getting ridiculous that we pay women just for being hot? No, I think it's fine. Yeah. Why not? But what about the girls that are really good athletes who are much more committed to their craft than oh, Olivia? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if they well, were these paid? days, with We've... Dr. Rush's help, you can choose to be hot, so... Not... We choice mm, not this hot. We pretend <laughs> for those women. We pretend that people watch them play sports. Well, this, in this case, there's no pretense whatsoever because the teams, the LSU gymnastics team event, and the bus when it pulled in was mobbed by teens with boners. <laughs> Teen guys with boners surrounded the bus. They actually needed security to get off the bus, and then the the event was mobbed. And then the team was mobbed on the way out, and this 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 mom was so appalled. This tweet was going round and round and round too. They called my daughter because they call her Livy. Her name's Olivia. They called my daughter Livy 2.0. They were so rude and disrespectful because they came up, I guess, and said, um, uh, oh, "Can we get a picture? You're not Livy, but you'll do." Because they realized it wasn't Livy, it was another girl on the team. Oh, okay. I was going to say. So the mother Olivia, was so appalled that this happened. Olivia Dunn or Dune, what I don't even know how to pronounce her name. She goes by Livy on online. Right. So they went to another hot chick. 
You're right, exactly. Who had blonde hair, who they thought was going to go, oh, you're not Livy. Uh, you're Livy 2.0. That'll do. Can we take a picture? Mom so the mom is just so upset mom about this. shouldn't complain. Mom should get that Instagram going for Livy 2.0 and start making some, start cashing in on it. So anyway, the, the, the event before this, the gymnastics event, I guess they had about 20 people there who came to watch. <laughs> but this. for this one, the place is absolutely mobbed with all like 15, 16-year-old guys. Look at these guys, Trudy. Oh these are all God. boner holding oh teenage God. guys. Oh. They all got the same haircut where there's way too much hair on yeah. top. And it's all like they have yeah. a life-size cutout of her in right in oh. front of her. My New Year resolution is to go to prom with Olivia. Jesus. Olivia so, so this so anyway, Olivia Dunn, meanwhile, is making millions as an influencer, plus all her NIL money. Her teammates are really sick of it. They don't really give a shit about how hot she is. They kind of want to be recognized for being good gymnastic people. Yeah. And Olivia wasn't even performing in this event, so it was even dumber that all these dudes showed up. Um, so, let's see. If I had to guess her occupation by looking at her Instagram, I would guess porn. Because honestly, her pictures are so sexual I mean, her ass is the star of a lot of the pictures. Nice. Good. Yeah, but and she, she actually right. earned that ass. Yeah. Proud of her. Good yeah, job. I think there's some genes involved, too. But, yeah, the gymnastics certainly would keep her ass in, in sure. great shape. Yeah. So what? She sells her hotness, not yeah. a gymnastic skill, and she is hot. Great ass! I mean, Good. I think it's just something, I guess her teammates just feel kind of silly about the whole thing, like all these boners showing up sure, yeah. for their gymnastics thing when they don't care about the gymnastics, and they're just chanting her name and stuff, and they're trying to perform, but anyway. I, did. I will say this, though. Don't you think she's brought far more attention to that gymnastics team than they would have had? But the, the tension is for her ass. So? Still attention? I don't think she's people stick more... around to watch the meet to see who won. She's brought more attention, but then that's all disappointment, kind of, isn't it? When she's not there, I, I think she even feels kind of stupid about it, to be honest. But she keeps yeah, posting right. away. Yeah, right. She's and stupid. She has a post about the uh, it's like Go Tigers, G A E U X, yeah. Go Tigers. And so I just because she's in these jeans, she's kicking her leg up with her ass like facing the camera. Pays and the bills. Pretty hot picture. It's not her hottest by any means because she's in bathing suits all the time. Um. So anyway, I start reading the comments, uh, and there's a lot of ones from girls too, like. Can someone tell me where she got those jeans? <laughs> Very nice, sweet cheeks, but nothing up top. Pretty small tatas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice pooper. A lot of nice pooper. <laughs> nice pooper. I'm serious. I haven't heard nice pooper in ages. Three people said wow. nice pooper on here. Classy. Picture perfect. Nice. Oh, so I love nice. that turd cutter. <laughs> Ruined my life. What? You are hot. Sex must be amazing. Oh, God. Feet pics, please. Oh. Gross. Liv, you're gorgeous. Please, live. piss on me. Oh, jeez, what? Your ass is not real. It must be computer generated. Fire. You're so beautiful. <laughs> then this girl comes Step in again. Step on my throat. Where are your pants from? <laughs> Followed by, I'll lick those heels clean for you. Ah. Oh. Please check your DMs. Stunning. I never wanted to be a balance beam so bad. Oh, jeez. Outfit details, please. <laughs> Lily, are you on the market now? Slap me. <laughs> Collab, check your DMs. Here comes Noah Wolford out of nowhere. Hey, do you want to go on a date with me? <laughs> <laughs> and there's no replies. Oh, wait, wait, there is a reply. Get off my girlfriend's feed. <laughs> 
Is your bath water for sale? Oh. Two things I like about you. Your eyes and the other, and you have both. Look at Lane McCann. I wish you would clog my toilet. Oh, God. Why are, why are fans so ghastly? Jeez. Because they're like 19-year-old guys. I'd eat a fart out of her ass. <laughs> oh. And this one. Archim comes in. I'm six foot five and I can bench eight hundred pounds. I scream your name when I wake up. Woof, woof. Hey, does she reply to these? Because almost all of them have like one reply. No, it's other people saying. It's other people replying. Stop talking to my girlfriend. Fighting for her. There's really a lot of girls on there too. Going. I actually love those pants. Where are they from? The last one, let's see. Does anyone know where those pants are from? I need them. <laughs> oh, my God. And they are. Actually, I do like her jeans. Yeah, but cool. she, uh, whoever it is is not going to wear them like she is. I'm going to tongue punch her fart box. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How do, I mean, wouldn't you close the comments rather than that associated oh, with it. It's good. It's so stupid. Uh, the, the good thing, just like, was it Mallory Edens, the chick that's nailing um, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So fast forward, what, uh, 40 years? Is she going to be doing this? Like, like uh, Paulina Parascova? No, because she'll, she's a billionaire, so she won't have no, to. No, no, no. Um, Olivia Dune. Oh, done. I think she can make a lot more money than. Yeah, I guess they'll probably miss it when it's gone. I guess. Yeah, no, she'll be. She'll always be posting. She hot might be a savvy investor. You never know. Yeah, right. There was a. I don't know if you remember this though. There was a gymnastics coach. She's a woman, coach. Trudy. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry, a gymnastics forgot. coach for one it's of also the. Also hot, so no brain. Yeah, of course. Duh. I don't remember what program it was, but one of the better gymnastics programs coach actually bitched about her. Instagram. It was the female basketball coach at Stanford who was making two million a year coaching female basketball. Yeah, she was mad that Olivia Dunn's hot ass was yeah. making the same amount of money as she was. Yeah, and, and under the guise of what is this doing to women athletics? It's like it's getting more attention, is what it's doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really drawing people <clears throat> to the sport. I think it's more about her hotness. Yes. But, uh, whatever. She's making a lot of money, so I mean. <clears throat> Um, I think they just want these teen boners to kind of leave the other people alone on the team. You can't tell She's the boners owners what to do. Not yeah, really. They all blew loads in their pants as they oh. left that arena. What was the documentary of the Cameron chasing Cameron or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's the, she's the female version, but she actually uh, does something. I mean, well, there's a million female versions. Um, does she? Are, I mean, well, that's a fair question. Does she do more than Dallas Cameron does? Well, I mean, she's on a she's college on a gymnastics team. team. I mean, she, has, said, I think she, she said she doesn't participate. Well, she wasn't starting in that meet, okay. but she is on the team. I think she has a scholarship. All right. And you know, she certainly draws a lot of attention to uh, the university. Yeah. <laughs> Economically, she probably does more than Dallas Cameron. She probably makes more is money. Is it Dallas than, Cameron or Cameron Dallas? I don't remember. Dallas, Cam- Cameron Dallas, Cameron I think. Dallas, okay. She probably makes more money than anyone in the entire university. <laughs> two point, she makes $2.3 million. Easily. Uh, except except the, for Brian Kelly, but yeah. By the way, somebody sent me a story about the diversity and... What's the department called in college? 
diversity and equity department inclusion thing, inclusion really? mm-hmm. and it was at university of michigan They're attacking them all yeah but i think these departments are pretty standard i don't think it's anything about michigan but the department i think was spending something like 18 million dollars a year on staff yeah for and my first reaction was wow how they create this quote-unquote need pay all these people these incredible salaries in fact the head of the department is making some insane amount of money is it 500 I don't remember exactly, but there were quite a few people making two hundred dollars, two hundred grand a year. All I could think of was, why don't they just give the eighteen million dollars to minorities and people who are part of you know these groups that they're trying to help, instead of having an eighteen million dollar department that tries to make sure the school has proper diversity and inclusion? What if you spent the eighteen million on scholarships for all the people that you're trying to help, as opposed to this department full of White people, probably. I don't know. Don't they need those white or whatever people to <laughs> make sure that whoever group. they're giving the money to is the right person? I mean, do they really need eighteen amount million of dollars to no, to study the composition of the student body? I mean, really? No. Couldn't, wouldn't it be better to spend the money on the people? Yeah, it would be always be better if it went directly to people. But you know, that's what it's all about. I guess just create new needs and justify them and raise tuition and okay. And I was very happy to see today that the Virginia Tech soccer player who ended up quitting the team because she was benched for a few games after she stood for the national anthem. How dare she? And this was a really, this whole thing was so shitty because the coach was very much an advocate for BLM, as was the associate athletic director or the female athletic department side at Virginia Tech. So the girls were all, oh, yeah, we're kneeling. We all support BLM. And this one girl's like, no, I don't, I don't want to kneel for the national anthem. And she was the, the person who had the most playing time on the entire team. She's a junior, at the beginning of her junior season. She had had more minutes than any other player on the team her freshman and sophomore years. And suddenly she's benched. And she says, it's because I stood for the national anthem. And not only that, when she was having conversations with teammates about it where she was saying, you know, I'm not, I don't want to kneel for the national anthem – her teammates were sending the conversations to the coach, saying, oh, look at what she, she doesn't agree. So she ends up being benched for a few games, and then um, she ends up quitting the team. And uh, I guess about, I think it's been a couple of years. She sued the coach and Virginia Tech. And honestly, I, if what she's saying is true, I absolutely hope she won, and she ended up settling for $100,000. Really? So, yeah, and... This is what's interesting, is that the coach went on Twitter and declared that she won the suit, didn't mention the $100,000 part, and said that the truth unfolded or something to that effect. So this reporter for the Roanoke Times and also some other local reporters were trying to reach the coach to say, hey, wait a second, you guys paid $100,000 to this girl who said she she was discriminated against for standing for the national anthem, and she will not return calls, so she won't make any statement other than what she put on Twitter. But anyway, the girl got something out of it, so I'm happy for her. Yeah, because she the lost her brings, soccer career, though. The settlement brings one of those. Hey, there's uh, no wrongdoing. Here's the money. No wrongdoing. Yeah, it's like uh, R. Kelly or anybody else. Once you pay the money and shut everybody up, everything's okay. And you know, of course, the school has a hundred grand to blow. <laughs> you know, a nuisance settlement. Yeah. yeah, they'll just call it a nuisance settlement, and I'm sure they do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Um. And 
That reminds me of something that I don't know if anybody in the show has any information on, but I keep reading about this. I don't watch the Real Housewives of, I mean, I've seen the show from time to time, like Orange County, and now they've got the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That sounds I boring. I stories. I, I, I think I know where you're going with Yeah, it. I guess it's a real popular show. And, yeah. and because the girls fight with each other and they're all super rich and they're all hot. Anyway, this one Is this woman, like a, the Sister Wives show a little bit? I'm oh, just kidding. No, no, because it's Utah. Yeah, no, well, Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't, I didn't watch that show that much, so I don't know how much they fought. But these these women just fight and claw and scratch. Anyway, Jen Shaw yeah. ended up pleading guilty to a ten year telemarketing scheme, which is where she made millions of dollars, and she was loaded, and she spent it, and I guess you know it was probably what made her such a great person to be on the show. And they said there were thousands of victims, many of them elderly. And, I mean, it sounded like a just the, a horrible thing, and there was literally no fighting it. I mean, she, she said, oh, this is bullshit, and I'm going to fight it, and, you know, they're not going to go away with this. And then she just kind of quietly at the last minute said, eh, yeah, I'll plead guilty. And she got, it might have been a plea deal, she got 6.5 years in jail for this. And then went wow. and celebrated after the sentence because of course. it was so lenient. And then, uh, yeah, and she doesn't have to report to jail. Why, why are these people... I don't know. What the fuck is that? I'm so sick of it. Anyway, uh, wire fraud, money laundering, and it has something to do with selling lead lists. And I thought... Oh, really? What? That was the only thing I could gather from this. That's what I was going to ask you guys. Does anyone know what she did? Because it sounded like, I mean, honestly, victims were at the well, sentencing. I thought it was wire fraud, right? I mean, It, it was, was wire fraud. That was one yeah. of the charges. Yeah. All these victims showed up. They were extremely angry. I mean, it sounded like an outright ripoff that just went on and on and on. Somebody else was sentenced with her, her partner. But it sounded like it was an un... I mean, it was undeniably a huge scam that made this person rich. But I never was able to really understand what exactly she was doing to people. Or what she was... How she was stealing their money. Selling them so-called business services in connection with... So it was telemarketing where it's like, oh. Reported online businesses. It was a telemarketing okay. thing, yeah. yeah. And, and I got the impression, I know what yeah. lead lists are. I mean, yeah. it's like real estate. People oh, I guess there's sell a, lead lists. There's a documentary about it called Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. And it's on, it's on Hulu. So you can, you can learn oh, it all there. I did not know that. I will check it out. And somebody will probably answer my questions, too. Um, you know what I didn't do yet this year, and I... Always mean to do it. I don't mean to do it every day, but I just want to remind people to uh, five-star the show on iTunes and Spotify and all of our great uh, platforms. We do appreciate the reviews. And, of course, follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at Drew Mike Podcast, as now I have another horrible challenge trying to reach the dreaded 19,400 <laughs> that Adam Rich has on Twitter. Damn it! God, I wish I didn't know that. How close are you? 3,200 away. It's going to oh, take forever. Damn. Nah. Actually, that would... What was my peak on 105.1? 19. 19. <laughs> and a half? Yeah. It 19. Was about 19. Oh, you already beat him. Is that one still Back active? Back then. It is active, yeah. I know, but I can't believe I don't have as many as I had on 105.1. That makes me a massive failure. It's like six, seven years ago. You'd have so many more now. You'd probably be in the 30,000s, Drew. <laughs> Plus all of them would be retweeting and liking, and I would have all that action I would have gotten from that group instead of <laughs> all the time spent with a couple thousand and 3,000. Oh, man, 
My Twitter's just starting to come into its own, and it's just too late. <laughs> Sad. Fuck. Never too late. Sad. <laughs> so do you think Adam Rich's Twitter will continue like Screech's forever? Well, Hopefully Some joker's going to start buying him 500 followers at a time just so Drew can't reach him. fucking happens. I sure. will come unglued. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they tried doing with Dustin Diamond. <laughs> well, that's bullshit. Don't anybody even... Don't even make a joke about that. Total bullshit. Um, there was a, uh, a list that came out that we... I got a lot of attention, too, and I'm missing... I think I have my pages here. They had the list for the top 200 singers. Oh, yeah. It made people just go ballistic. In fact, did you see Celine Dion protesters yeah, yeah. were from Rolling Stone they're, magazine? They're rabid, man. <laughs> because she wasn't on the list of the top 200 singers, which is ridiculous. How could Celine Dion not be among the top 200? Because she sucks. Let's <laughs> see if they'll start protesting here. D. Snyder on Twitter was bitching that um, he thought Robert Plant and RJD, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, why did he pick the those best, two? Weren't the best front men because all they did was just stand there and sing. Oh, and, um, pretty good singers. Yeah. I think somebody took me back. Uh, well, they didn't feel like There's they needed. There's a lot of time you guys played some Ronnie James deal. They didn't have to prance around like. Uh, well, they didn't have to exactly. Like decent. That good. <laughs> um, Celine Dion. Sting wasn't on the list. How could you leave Sting off that list? Jennifer Hudson, Dionne Warwick, Tony Bennett. Oh, good. Uh, Nat King Cole, Pink. John Legend. These really? are all snubs? Or yeah, these? snubs. Okay, yeah. Was anyone really angry John. about John Legend no, no not being on the list? Really? <laughs> uh, Janet Jackson? Was no, anyone really? Gosh, she's not a good singer at all. Why does why do people act as if Janet Jackson has been screwed over in a major <laughs> way by the music industry when the fact is if she wasn't Michael Jackson's sister, yeah. as history has really proven because she has no imprint whatsoever in the digital world? The yep. streaming is really sub. But she paid the price for Justin Timberlake's sin. <laughs> of having her naked at the end of that song? Yeah. Um, I've noticed, you know, whereas Justin Timberlake seems to collapse in a heap over apologizing for Britney yeah, Spears. It's been his downfall. He's disappeared. The only thing you've heard from him lately are apologies. It doesn't seem like he's quite as open about apologizing for Janet Jackson, isn't he? he sort of he has, though. He apologized to CBS... I mean, he apologized to the Grammy committee. He made all the apologies she didn't make, but yeah. I don't know how much apologizing he does. I mean... Good, he shouldn't. People suggest that he just did that to her. He shouldn't apologize. He just rips off women's clothes in front of giant crowds. <laughs> That's I his thing. I apologize to everybody in the world. What a maniac. Uh, Bieber didn't make the list either. Oh, damn. Oh, Is Bieber a good singer? I wouldn't no. even know. No, it's all processed, isn't it? No, it's not that good. Timberlake's fantastic. It's gonna be May. I have to admit, I have not followed Justin Bieber's music career at all. <laughs> I mean, I know I if I listen to a, a top 40 station, I'm sure I'd hear him all the time. But, like, if I was to judge his singing, it would be on the song Baby, Baby, Baby. Because yeah. that's the that's only song dad. I really when know of. 14 or whatever. I and thought, that song you know, is just Baby, 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 Ooh, <laughs> isn't it? And then, <laughs> a rap, and then a rap by Ludacris. <laughs> Remember when stars were 14 or 15? Yeah, like Adam Rich. Then they went away? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it now, if you're not a star at 14 or 15, you They'll don't never become a star? Yeah. Isn't oh, that weird? It's very odd. Don't want to be Justin Bieber. Because Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, 
Uh, I mean, there's a million of Miley Cyrus. Who was on? Who was on this top singer list? Who's Justice Bieber? I think it's all going to be like names we to don't know, like uh, no, Pavarotti. No, there's a lot, <laughs> tons of people we know, like uh, Kelly Clarkson, 194, Bob what? Seger, 181. Oh, good. Iggy Pop, 176. Buddy Holly, 174. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, here's one that I felt did not belong. Marianne Faithful is 173. Uh, uh, she's not a great singer. She could sing before she was homeless and heroin addict for 20 years. But oh, that heroin addict thing yeah, made no. that song, though, that Metallica she, song. She should not be on there. I don't think she passes the Janicean test. <laughs> I mean, because she, if she hadn't been so hot, <laughs> she wouldn't have been given a song by the Rolling Stones. Uh, she sings better than uh, Celine Dion. We used to play broken English at uh, Wuvit, W-V-T. It was a decent comeback album, but I just can't believe she would be in the top 200 singers. Then, uh, let's see, Debbie Harry's 168. Morrissey is 166. Dio, 165. Dio. Carrie Underwood, as hideous as she is, in, in spite of her disfigured appearance, uh, she is at 158. Robert Smith of the Cure, 157. Michael Stipe, 152. Martha Reeves, 151. Brian Ferry, 150. Levon Helm at 148. Levon Helm, now that's a great voice to Levo. me. Levon! That is a really unique voice. Streisand, 147. Maz must be beside himself. Oh, yeah. totally, <laughs> totally wet over that. Uh, Darlene Love at 144. Christina Aguilera, 141. Behind Bono at 140. Now, isn't she a better singer than Bono? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that's what I notice when you see people right next to each yeah. other. I always find myself going, well, that's the wrong order. <laughs> Axl Rose is 134. One behind Neil Young at 133. Now, isn't Axl Rose a better singer than yeah. Neil Young? I don't even think Neil should be on that list. Rob Halford is 129. Joe Strummer of The Clash, 125. Karen Carpenter, only 123. Really? She should yeah. be way higher. Uh, Richard will probably go back on amphetamines and OD. He's probably so upset. Uh, I'll remind him of the days when they lived together as brother and sister in their 20s. How fucking weird is that? When Karen got weird. married, she yeah. was actually had to break the news to Richard that she was moving out. That would be worse than a divorce, moving out of Richard Carpenter if you were Karen. I would say she probably, she got divorced. I bet she pr probably enjoyed getting divorced more than leaving Richard. <laughs> I mean, what, what if Richard kind of orchestrated the divorce so she moved back in? Probably. She probably did move it's back like an in ex. with him. Why is Patty Smith 117? Why? That's, because that's, that's that's a universal. Because the night? Yeah. Yep. One song. One song? Why? Why? Why is she always way too high on these lists? What is it? She's always on these lists, so is Kate Bush. Now ah! Kate, Kate Bush has moved up because of Stranger Things on every list. <laughs> Chris is not that good. I agree. Chrissy Hine, now that's a great singer. That's, she should be top five, shouldn't she? Chrissy Hine? I'd put her a lot higher than that. Yeah. Ozzy is 112. Uh, Roger Daltrey, 109. And then here's another one. Lou Reed, 107. No shouldn't thanks. Roger Daltrey be ahead yeah. of Lou Reed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Withers is 106. He's a great singer. Eddie Vedder, 105. Leonard Cohen, that's another one. It's He's not a great singer, he is talks. he? He talks. Yeah. I don't Taylor Swift, 102. That'll get the Swifties all worked up. Gladys Knight is 101. Elton John, 100. Bob Marley, 98. Uh, Chuck Berry, 96. Now, 
You know he's the number one in the farting list. <laughs> he's by far the number one farter in rock and roll. And number Paul, one at Paul bath- Abdul's number two. <laughs> That's right. Bathroom surveillance. <laughs> Bathroom surveillance, too. Easily number one. Bathroom surveillance. Hi, this is Paula Abdul. <laughs> Sorry. Even her farts are perky. Really that was a cute little fart, wasn't it? Was it was very perky. <laughs> Stevie Nicks is at 93. Cute little fart. Why is Selena 89? Selena? Because oh, she yeah. was murdered? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if she's on there, J-Lo should be right next to her. <laughs> right? J-Lo played her. You know what? I don't know if J-Lo's on the list. Good. Which surprises me. Um, Diana Ross is 87, but in the cutest circumstance possible, she's right next to Michael Jackson at 86. Oh. <laughs> the person he most wanted to look like in the world, and he's right next to her on the list. Aww. So that's adorable. Uh, Johnny, Wait, how could Johnny Cash be ahead of Michael Jackson? And how could Amy Winehouse be just one slot ahead of Johnny Cash? That's just weird. What's she should be What's way wrong with high? Man in Black? I think she should be She's high. great. Yeah. Steve Perry's 82. He's a great uh, singer. Uh, Chris yeah, Cornell, right. 80. Oh, my God. He's number one. And then right ahead of him is Janis, jo- Janis Joplin. Come I on. liked her voice. I liked her voice, too, but I just didn't think, think of her as a great, great singer. I mean, she, she did a great job with what she Good had. Whale. So yeah. does Bruce Springsteen, but I would still say Chris Cornell's a better singer than Bruce Springsteen. Wow. He's 77. Yeah. Wilson Pickett, 76. I don't think Bruce is a good singer at all. Um, Grunts. Well, I love the way Bruce sings, but I don't think of him as a classic singer like yeah. Chris Cornell. Patti LaBelle, 74. Roy Orbison, 71. Now, yeah. Bruce Springsteen yeah. would say Roy Orbison is the greatest singer in the world. Come on, Patty. He loved Roy Orbison. Roy's pretty damn good. Uh, Ronnie Spector at 70. Yeah. Rihanna at 68, Bjork at 64, Robert Plant 63, George Michael 62, and Kate Bush. Hey, she's on Stranger Things, so you gotta so gotta stupid. put her up there at 60. Bush. <laughs> you fall asleep. Gaga's 58, Brian Wilson 57. Brian Wilson is also not a great no, singer, not a great writer, great writer, great arranger, great everything. Uh, Barry White 56. Tina, 55. Wait, Barry White's on there. Shouldn't Lou Rawls be nearby? Should <laughs> be, yeah. Time. Hell yeah. Uh, Tina's 55. Willie Nelson, 54. I love the way Willie sings, but again, not a classic singer. Mick Jagger, 52. Joni Mitchell at 50. No. Rod Stewart. Tony Braxton. Linda Ronstadt, only at 47. Mm. People love her singing. Yeah. Mavis Staples, 46. James Brown at 44. <laughs> Ariana Grande at 43. Mm, She's got got a good voice, though. I can't stand her, but... Okay, now, I don't even think I know how to pronounce this person's name. She's the woman that R. Kelly was was boofooing when she was 15 or married and had sex with. Aaliyah. Is she number 40 singer of all time? I don't know her enough. What what song is do they play of Aaliyah? I have no idea. Always. Is this just payback because she had to take it from Robert Kelly? (laughs) And then died in a plane crash. She died. Oh, tell me all that somebody. Wasn't wasn't the circumstance of the plane crash, too, that they had too much luggage or something? Yeah, too many people. Ah, get on anyway. Yeah, it was too many people. Um, Before I read down the top 40... As I was going through the list, I found myself thinking that I don't feel like Rolling Stone really even tried on this list. It seems like they just winged it. And they tried harder. Or they didn't try as hard as the guy pulling Adam Rich clips. <laughs> no, they just yeah. threw numbers in a hopper or names in a hopper and pulled them out one by one. Um, also, I noticed I, did, I wanted to go back and count 
Um, and I started to count. I only got down to like 150 or so. And the number was like, there were probably 30 female singers to 20 male singers. And I don't know if the rest, it seemed like there were a lot of female singers on the list. Well, probably we, a lot more I mean, than the males. In general, don't we prefer female singers? No. Think, oh, really? Research shows that male harmonies is the biggest really? draw. Yeah, I, didn't, well, I just read that. I know, it was a weird study, but it, it was very interesting. a Beatles story. No, it wasn't. <laughs> really? Actually, they were talking more about... Um, I think you were talking about the boy bands they were using as specifics. Oh, huh. But there were a lot of harmonies they, they specifically What about you mentioned. personally, though, when you think of a good singer? Don't, don't females pop in your head or no? I, don't, I think if, I, if I'm really thinking about my favorite singers... Uh, oh, I just mean when you, think, I, I don't, when you just think of a good singer, though, like an image I would think of uh, Freddie Mercury, probably. Okay. Um, I love Elton John's you don't voice. Think of, like the divas, <laughs> not really. I mean, I do love their voice. Like I love Cheryl Crow's voice. Yeah. I love the way she sings. Um, Adele or whatever. I like a lot of those singers, yeah. but I don't necessarily. I wouldn't say that I favor female singers over male singers. I think I like more music by males. I don't like. I mean, they've dominated yeah. the charts, oh, so I've probably but, heard more yeah, males. Yeah. Um, Louis Armstrong is thirty-nine. Curtis Mayfield thirty-eight. Van Morrison thirty-seven. Kurt Cobain, 36. Now, that's really? another one. That's, I don't think it was a I don't classic think that singer. Be that high, no. Dusty Springfield, 35. <laughs> Tom York is 34. What? Is he that good a singer? No. I, I can't say that. No. no, and I love Radiohead, but God, he's just, he's kind of a whiner. Yeah, I mean, that isn't the thing about Radiohead that I no. think people are crazy uh -uh, about. Absolutely not. No, it's the Greenwoods. Bessie Smith, 33. David Bowie, 32. Now, that's a great voice. Luther Vandross, 31. Hank Williams at 30. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. 29? <laughs> Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. Malia, Mahalia Jackson at 28. Who? Mahalia. 58 slots above Michael Jackson? Who's that? Is Mahalia Jackson. Who is that? Mahalia Jackson. I don't know. I don't know. Rudy, you sound like an expert. Who is it? I've heard her name pronounced. I've never heard any of her music, nor could I oh. attribute it to her. But. Dolly Parton at 27. Paul McCartney, 26. One slot below Mary J. Blige. Is she a better singer than Paul McCartney? I wouldn't know. Mahalia Jackson's like 300 years old. Is she? Yeah, like, okay. go I figured that's what it was on all the about. <laughs> like what? Take the rock out of line. It's a mighty good line. Mountains, oh, she this in music Wait, class. I think she's got a great version of She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. <laughs> Pretty sure. And Clementine. Most of them on her Spotify page are Christmas like classics. Okay. Well, she's number 28. George Jones is one slot ahead of Mary J. Blige. Jones? George Jones. Isn't there, um, isn't there a documentary or a docuseries about George Jones? And Oh, oh yeah. He was, he was a pretty legendary guy. Uh, and Tammy Wynette. Tammy right? Wynette. Quite a Tammy, partier. It, it's on... Um, Quite a volatile guy. It's on... I'm, I meant to ask you if you've seen it. I have not. Um, oh, who's the actor? He's a great fucking actor. He's in everything. Oh, um... You say it's on Hulu? Boardwalk Empire? No, it's on um, Showtime. Steve Buscemi. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Well, why don't you look it up? I can't believe it. No, because I want to I think of it. Smokey Robinson. Well, let me finish the list. Smokey Robinson's 23. Adele at 22, preceded by Nina Simone, another one who is always on the list. And people go, who? Nina Simone. She does have one big streaming song. Frank Sinatra at 19. Celia Cruz at 18, whoever Celia Cruz is. Michael Shannon is the actor, by the way. Okay. Michael Elf Shannon? Oh my God. It's everything. Elvis Presley at 17. Prince is 16. This is the one that people were just like, what? Bob Dylan at 15? What? And like I said, I feel like Rolling Stone just. Then Tom Petty should be right next to him. Yeah. 
I don't think Tom Where's Petty's Tom even Petty? on the list. How can Tom Petty not be on the I list? I don't Tom know. Petty not be on the list, but Bob Dylan is. Freddie Mercury is 14. All Patsy right. Cline, 13. Freddie should be higher. John Lennon is 12. Little Richard, 11. And here's the top 10, which contains, let's see, one, Corey two, Feldman. Three. <laughs> Come back, King. Um, Al Green at 10. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otis Redding at 9. Okay. Okay. Beyonce at eight? Uh, Dare you argue with that? It's it's a pretty good voice, but not that high. I don't even, when I think of great female voices, I don't think of Beyonce. It's a good voice, but isn't that present bias because she's just so big right now in the last decade? Well, Taylor Swift is 102. Beyonce's a better singer than Taylor Swift, don't you think? I, I don't know either one of their music that well, but I wouldn't think either one of them would be in the top. 25 or 30 I just I don't know enough about, I assume there's something I don't know Stevie Wonder number 7 yeah. Ray Charles number 6 mm. Mariah Carey at number 5 Billie Holiday number 4 Sam Cooke number 3 mm. number 2 Whitney Houston <laughs> and number 1 R-E-S-C-E-T so no whites in the top 10? Yeah, the whiteies didn't do too well in the top 10. Let's see. Oh, my God. You're right, Brandon. Nice counting. I didn't even realize. There is no one white in the top 10. <laughs> Mar- Mariah's half white. I seriously, I really want to go through this list and count. Um, I want to be the diversity and inclusion uh, department for Rolling Stone and find out how many males versus females versus whatever. They had a rhythm guitar list that I found myself bored with. I was going to say. They had the top 50 rhythm guitarists. And f- the thing, first thing that really bugged me about the list was they kept slotting in lead guitarists because like, they play rhythm, rhythm sometime. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought, well, no, but that's like that's if unfair. It's in Aerosmith, Joe Perry's <laughs> the lead guitarist of Aerosmith. So don't put him on the rhythm guitar list, right? It just yeah. seems like a reason to make a list. Just do best guitarists. And so... Uh, here's the funny part. I'm watching this guy who, because it was, Rolling Stone have the same problem. When I'm scrolling, it's like it, it resets over and over, uh-huh. reloads. And so it, it's like hard to go through a long list like that. Yeah. And the magazine, I think it was maybe Guitar World or somebody's list. And it, was, it just kept resetting. And I was like, fuck. So I see there's this video of this guy who's reading the top 50 rhythm guitar players. So I just hit it and start, while I was doing something else, I'm listening to it. And I realized that this guy's doing info dumps on every person like he's some kind of expert. <laughs> and he's not. There's a lot of people on the list he knows shit about, but he just babbles on about these people. I was so annoyed. You want me to give you the top 10 real quick? Rhythm? Or do you want, are you going to go through them all? Um, let's see. Uh, well, I'll just oh, tell I just what see I you did. had them all written down. Yeah, I wrote them down uh, listening to this asshole. <laughs> and he was he was like, "I'd love to play with so and so." And I'm like, "He doesn't want to play with you. You're never playing with him. Shut up." It's not Rick Beato, is it? No, it was not Beato. Beato rules. Beato would have had an, a, like a couple of licks from each one, even though it's rhythm. Like Edge, yeah. they put Edge at 42. Edge is the lead guitarist of you too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why is he on the rhythm guitar list? Anyway, they didn't have a rhythm um, guitarist in YouTube, did they? They have well, bass. Clayton, or is he the drummer? They have a third three piece. Bass, drums. Technically, yeah. So I guess he's both. Jimi Hendrix is thirty five. He's not a rhythm guitarist. I don't That's think of a rhythm guitarist either. James Hetfield is thirty four. What? They have a rhythm guitarist, don't they? No, no James Hetfield. He is. That's is right. He is the rhythm yeah. guitarist. Oh yeah, it's. Um, Kurt. who's the curl? Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Hammett. 
Uh, Chrissy Hine, 33. Let's see. Alex Lifeson, 30. Mm. Um, it, really? Yeah. Johnny Marr from the Smiths and the The at 27. <laughs> um, Tom Morello, 34. No. That's ridiculous. Jimmy Page, 21. The oh, Jimmy Page rhythm, is, is a rhythm, rhythm guitarist. guitarist of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Uh, Joe Perry, 18. Prince, 17. This is just on lead guitarist list. Johnny Ramone, 16. Jerry Reed, who played for Elvis, was 15. Uh, Django Reinhardt, 14. Django Reinhardt. Cool name. Tony Rice, is that the guitarist or the Notre the quarterback Dame quarterback? from Notre Dame that won the national championship, baby. Keith Richards at 12. He does play a lot of rhythm. Nile Rogers at 11. Rudolph Shankar. Oh, Scorpions, Scorps. right? Scorps! Uh, Earl Slick and Carlos Alomar were together at number nine, I guess, because they played so David much Bowie. rhythm for Bowie. Steve Stevens from Idol. Idol! Hey, did you yeah. see Idol's star? Yeah, I did. Aww. That was cool. Aww. Billy looked pumped, actually. He did. <laughs> and Stever was there! <laughs> Andy Summers from The Police at seven. Pete Townsend was six. That's another one where I just think of him as lead guitarist. But this one's ridiculous. Here's the other one. At no, the number five rhythm guitar player is Eddie Van Halen. Great rhythm guitar player <laughs> from Van Halen. Jimmy Vaughn. Sammy Hagar ended up being more of a rhythm guitarist in that band when he joined. Uh, Jimmy Vaughn, the older brother of Stevie Ray Vaughn, at number four. Yeah. Um, Alex Weir of the Brothers Johnson. And also, he played for Talking Heads. Uh, but I, that's not a big name I would think of when I think of rhythm guitarists. But what would I know? Wrecking Crew at number two. Those are the people who yeah. played on all those records. And Malcolm Young of ACDC was number one. So yeah. There's your that list. I mentioned uh, Bieto when you get a chance. He's got a great new top 20 list. The one-hit wonders of the 1990s. Because no one ever talks about one-hit oh. wonders of the 90s. Well, let's see it. You want to see it now? Yeah, crank it up. Now I the best part fastballs of, in there. The best part about it is Bieto usually rocks out with them and plays. This time he's wearing headphones and he's just... Head and bobbing the whole time. Oh, he's got rights to all these songs? He must. He usually he intentionally must, but, picks but, songs where copyright's a problem so he can crank. But he wasn't playing them, so. Hey, everybody, I'm Ricky Otto, and today's <laughs> Everything Music. We're going to count down like the top look at, look at how many 20 one hit wonders from the 90s. Show off. Coming in number 20 is a song off this band's 1990 release entitled Schubert's Dip. You'll know this. Unbelievable! Look at Beato head bobbing. You're unbelievable. <laughs> How did they never have another hit? <laughs> great question. Brilliant. That's a great song. Coming in at number 19, oh, the song too. is off a record released in 1997, and the record's entitled Blurring the Edges. Mm-hmm. I'll roll into one. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. Uh, full disclosure, I actually have this CD. <laughs> Why, I don't know. He's pretty not, cool. He's not, he's not head-bobbing as much as he was to Unbelievable. Hmm. So no. Number 18 is one of my favorites on this list. I always make up different lyrics and sing it for my kids. Oh, That's cute. Fun. I know it. I like this song. I get no I like Stuttering John's version. Yeah, turn that off. Should, shouldn't this be a novelty song? It is kind of a novelty it's song. A novelty song. Sing about a novelty radio I get station. I knocked down, but I get up again. 
Nas would just down. love a novelty song again. station. <laughs> Monster Mash I on the top of the hour every hour. But I get up again. You ain't ever gonna keep me down. I get knocked down. But I get up again. We have a lock of drink. We have a side of drink. We have a box of drink. Wow. She said to me, How are you? I said, What do you mean, how am I? You have the number one song in the country. And it was this. Oh, Lisa Loeb. And I thought what I felt was simple. And I thought that I don't belong. Did she, uh, did she more remember from? Did she ever marry a guy from that MTV show where she was trying to find a guy? I was gonna say, is Mark's she gonna talk about her, uh, her ass, right? Isn't that what she's most remembered for now? Her ass on that show. Well, she had a nice ass. Sixteen. This song is off a record release in 1996 entitled "Resident Alien." It's a cool song. Space Hog. Yeah. Love this song. Guitar from Miedo. And he's biting his lip. Liv Tyler's husband. Love that change. <laughs> Miedo. Love that change. Royston Langston, right? I love his voice. Yeah. Really weird verse. Well, just play the whole song, Biedo. Biedo offo to it. It was a metal song, but it's kind of a weird song because it has an alternating time signature change. Oh, Let's check it out. Show you my Possum Kingdom. It's a good song. Yeah, Toadies. Yeah. I like distort a guitar sound. Three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven, Song number 14 was released in the Guys, summer playing of 1999. A lot of these, yeah. these songs. Hit, and it was written by the Canadian band Land. Oh, Steel. I know that it's all bad for me. Making sure I'm not in too deep. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Do I like these songs? Because this is when I was in high school and it was college. Good, it, it, was, it was kind of a cool era for music. I like that. That whole album is actually really Full disclosure, I have this album too. Coming in at number 13, this song barely made the list. It was released in August of barely 1990. Made the li- oh. Here it is. Oh, Delight. Groove is the heart. With Bootsy Collins, right? Isn't Bootsy on bass? And Q-tip. Yeah, there's Bootsy. Song number 12 was released in 1997, and I remember my old band opened for them <laughs> a year later. What? Uh, this will be called this Information Dump. This song has a killer chorus. It's a really great song. They cut off my legs now. Oh, Harvey Danger. I love this song. It's song.
I'm with Fiedo on this. So, yeah, I still love this song. I want him to do more top 20s. This is like the first one he's done in years. I actually like more Harvey Danger songs than just that, though. I, yeah, they have a couple. I, and I stream them, and I like all their songs. Oh, this song sounds really good. You'll know it. No, six. <laughs> Finally, one song I did not like. Six. Remember this song, Brandon? Inside Out? I had the CD. Ugh. They had one more hit, though. They did weren't Riff, a one-hit wonder. Did Riff play this? That's why I don't like it. Riff played this a lot. A ton. Okay, now we're down to the top ten. Let's go, Coming Beato. Coming number ten is a song by jazz trumpeter Don Cherry's son. It was released Eagle in 1998. With the old uh, announcer? Like this. Take this wine and drink with me. I don't like this one either. This one's soft. Eli Cherry, Save Tonight. Yeah, too soft. Okay. Coming in at number nine, I remember when I first heard this song, I thought, wow, really I love the personal cool stories. changes and great melody. Really? I thought it too. Check it out. Honestly, how can this not be number one? You get what you give, the new radicals. You got the music in you. Kick your asses! That ruined the song for me. I, somebody emailed in and said they didn't like that part of the song, and I listened. I was like, oh, that is stupid. But I do. Lo- I did love the song. Stupid. That is too stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Why did they have to do that? Why did it be so stupid? I don't like it when people fight. <laughs> song number eight is actually probably the biggest song on the list as far as how many plays it's had since it came out. You definitely know this. This is Four Non Blondes. Oh, yeah. What's up? And so I wait in the morning and I step outside and I take a little and I can't real high and I... Yeah, this has a ton of streams. Well, didn't Linda Perry then go on to write massive hits yeah, for no, tons of people? Yeah, no, she's had a great career. Yeah. She and she married Aerosmith. Sarah Gilbert. She's written songs for Aerosmith, I think. Really? She married Sarah Gilbert? Yeah, I think they're they broken up now. Okay. Don't they kind of look the same? Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Except Sarah Gilbert doesn't wear a top hat. When that song came out, though, I didn't know if that was a girl That's or a why guy. That's why she tell them apart. <laughs> I had no idea the gender of that singer. There you go, Drew. There she goes, the Waz! Timeless melodies are hitting my eyes. Great album. Song number six. Fiedo was definitely feeling the music on that one. I don't know if you were watching him. But it's kind of borrowed from another song, although they did. When lose is Lee the Mavers? Will this. he ever do another album? No. That's so bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Ice Ice Baby? What? Where's Fastball? Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. I'm surprised he put this on the list. Yeah. He, he doesn't seem that into it. 
You just made the list. That's a good one hit act. It's the novel. It's the novelty. Okay, now we're down radio to the top station. five. Really, any of these songs, as I always any say, of them could, could be, be number one. These are all kind of quintessential '90s hit songs. <clears throat> this particular one is by the band Deep Blue Something. Check it out. Yeah. 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 Another soft song. What's up? Breakfast. Song number four I, think that song I heard sucks. last week when I was in Los Angeles on the radio, and I remember saying to myself, what is this song? And I hadn't heard it in so long. You don't know and then I, You know every it, song, it Rick. Wait, two minutes to to remember. Is this really adding anything no, to no, your no. selection, Rick? Just time. She's so high. It's Randy Bachman's kid. Is it really? Oh, I, I was ready to believe it. It could have been, though, Trudy, right? Might, might be. The timing would have worked. Wow, he's, he's into this. He's into pointing a lot in this video. Mm-hmm. Song number three starts right with the hook. It's really kind of a hook all the way through the song. And this is another quintessential 90s hit song. That's insulting to call the one hit wonder band. I love Sunny Sonic. Uber. Lift. Cabs are here. Gotta buy that song. Song number two is off this band's 1997 self-titled release. It was a huge hit. I love self-titled releases. Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. They had a hit with There She Goes cover, I think, didn't they? Oh, really? I think they did. Well, that makes me think he left uh, Letters to Cleo off. Remember Letters to Cleo? Oh, they yeah, came we were just talking about them. Yeah. Better yeah. be fast. Because well, Vinny brought the singer on with Sponge, yeah, that's right? right? Yeah. Because somebody wanted to nail her. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was the only reason you could think of. But they had a one. They were a one-hit wonder. Vinny could one, not explain why that was necessary. Story. So in 1997, <laughs> the band that wrote this is actually not the band that's performing it on here. Ah. But they opened for my what? old band. They what? Rick! The God, two mentions of his old band. So insulting. One on the pop chart. So what if it's really Letters to Cleo after all? <laughs> hey, that band has the number one, number one song on the charts now. But their version of the song, they played live, and we didn't even recognize it. Wait, it's like, wait a minute, is that the same song that's on the Is this radio? really important, Rick? It sounds <laughs> nothing like this version, but this is one of the biggest hits of the 90s. Hits. Check it out. Nally and Brugia, Corn. This is a big song. This is how 
That list got progressively softer, didn't it? It did, and Fastball got snubbed, damn it. Wait, that was number one? That was number one, torn. He didn't do his honorable mentions? No, no no honorable mentions. What the fuck? Fastball would have been there. Damn it. I'm very pissed off that Fastball was not, it was snubbed. Well, I think he also left off. Do you remember? God, do you like this song? No, but it was a one-hit wonder, and it was huge in the 90s. Do you know the band uh, James, the song Laid? Like, wasn't that song big? No? No one knows that song? I don't remember it offhand. I probably remember if I heard it. Um, got a lot of lists in the last couple, I like week lists. or so. I know. I never got the list on of the most streamed songs of the 70s, which is also a great list. Do you remember the song? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. What movie is it from? Is it a movie? Yeah, it's the American Pie song. Oh. Huh. 142 million streams. Their next biggest one at 76. I'm really? Yeah, 76 is, I mean, it's not like they didn't have any any other songs. They got one with 51 million. I mean, those two songs are fairly popular. Maybe that's why it wasn't on the list. I like the uh, 90s. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for the, the most streamed songs in the nice 90s. Nice way to wrap that up. I do. Back to the 90s. Thank you. I will. I will. It's much better then. I think the 90s soft songs were so much better than any other generation's soft songs, though. That's a good I take. I kind of agree with that. They like were cooler. They had a little jangly guitar and then a little bit of, you know. Yeah. It's almost power. like the 90s where technology was there, so a lot of people can make music, but not everyone making music. Right. Like yeah. Today. Good point. Yeah. Well, there were still a rock and roll genre. True. Yeah. There were still musicians. <laughs> you know, honestly, it's so weird now. The touring industry. There's tons of rock and roll, but the charts, not so much. I could have put... Because I look at the streaming so much, I can't believe the charts contain all these old, old rock songs, and they still chart. It's bizarre. (laughs) But it's not, you know, it's not... uh, There's not any subjectivity left anymore. It's all what people are punching up on their phone and playing, and those are the hits. Other ones that could have made that list, uh, Macarena... By Los Del Rio. Just saying. One Hit Wonder, No Rain, Blind Melon, huh? Uh What is Love by Hathaway? (laughs) Baby, don't hurt me. Um, uh, There it is. Yeah, and then, of course, French Vanilla, Rocky Road. What is it? uh, Peanut Butter Cookie Dough? Yep. The top 70 streaming songs. I'll start at, uh, let's see, 38, TNT, How Deep Is Your Love, 37, Let It Be, 36, Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers, 35, Hooked on a Feeling, Blue Suede, that's not Uga Chaka? Uga yeah. Chaka? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uga Chaka! What, wait, what is this list I missed? Top streaming songs of the okay, 1970s. I can't rewind, so yeah. uh, 33, Immigrant Song, Led Zeppelin, 516 million. You know, a lot of these are because they were movies. That Some of them. Too. Remember the Dancing Baby? Yeah, it's, it's oh, this, this entire list is going to be the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Drew, Mix yeah. Volume 1. Sure, that's how I feel when I think about that fucking Dancing Baby. I know. Gally McBeal? The Immigrant Song from Led Zeppelin, 33, Wish You Were Here, 32, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Elton John, 31, American Pie, 30, then uh, Bob Marley is his love. We are the champions. Queen at twenty-eight. Huh. Tiny Dancer twenty-seven. Boston more than a feeling twenty-six. Ugh. 
Your song, Elton John, 25. I was made for loving you, baby, by kiss. Pink Floyd, The Wall. Uh, Paranoid Black Sabbath at 22. Billy Joel, Piano Man. Dream on Aerosmith. God, that's got 700 million streams. Wow. Uh, Three Little Birds, Bob Marley and the Wailers at 19. Somebody to Love Queen at 18. Go Your Own Way, Fleetwood Mac is 17. Staying Alive from that that soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, people still listen to it. Mr. Blue Sky. That was was that a big single? ELOs. Mr. Blue Sky. Was it? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember that being a big hit. When I think of their hits, I think of Telephone Line. We had this conversation a long time ago because I was surprised that it wasn't a big single because we looked it up. You said it was, and I'm like, really? Because it's huge now. And the reason being, it was in a bunch of movies and TV shows. No, I think it's a great song. It is. It's awesome. But you you were right, I believe, that it never really charted when it was first released. I mean, that's almost more incredible when a song that was not a hit becomes a giant streaming at 40-some years later. Such a good song, though. Stairway, it's the biggest ELO song. It is now, Bigger than Turn to Stone? Oh, ELO, yeah, absolutely. 719 million streams. By a mile, too. Yeah. Don't Bring Me Down is number two at 227. See, I like Showdown is my favorite ELO song. Yeah, and you would it probably doesn't have any streams. This is Madeline's fourth favorite. Deep cut Yellow guy. Song. Showdown, it's not even in the top ten, is it? Evil Woman is seven, Telephone no, Line no. eight, Madeline's favorite song. Evil Woman, Hold On Tight. Sweet Talking Woman is five, Last Train to London, four? Was that a big hit? Hit? I don't think Where's so. Where's Do Ya? I love Do Ya. Oh, yeah, Do Ya. Great song. Living Thing? It's a list within a list. <laughs> hey. Okay, number 14, Stairway to Heaven. Number 13, The Chain, Fleetwood Mac. That was also not a single, but it's the first track on Rumors. Rocket Man at 12. Dancing Queen, ABBA at 11. You mean Gar- Rocket Man by William Shatner, right? That version? <laughs> no. Unfortunately. He doesn't get enough credit for those. Do you know how many streams that Dua Lipa version gets? I mean, it's like over a million a day now. Somebody love. A million a day? Yep. Or Sultans of Swing, I'm sorry, at number 10. Have You Ever Seen the Rain? CCR, number 9. We Will Rock You, number 8 by Queen. Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner at number 7. Highway to Hell, Mm. number 6. Dreams, another song from uh, Rumors at 5. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hotel California's third, 1.1 billion. Queen Don't Stop Me Now and Bohemian Rhapsody is number one with almost two billion. Wow. Two billion streams. And that is the end of the list. So, you know, I forgot to mention our friends at um, uh, Public Justers of Michigan. And with the weather, of course, there are more chances of some kind of weather incident affecting your property and the necessity to make an insurance claim which is why you need to know Pam, Public Justers of Michigan, because they are your friend if you need to make a claim and you think that maybe the insurance company is kind of half-assing it, they get you more money, they handle the entire claims process so you don't have to, you don't say the wrong thing that hurts your claim, and they bring in the pros, and they are patient because sometimes patience is required when you're making a claim like this. Pam gets you more money, they do all the work, why would you have them do it? callpamfirst.com that's where you go callpamfirst.com or click the Pam logo on our website and the show is presented by Hall Financial they're here to help you become debt free if 
you're paying interest on credit card debt and it's lingering, like you pay the minimum, well, I'll just pay a couple hundred out of the 10,000 because I really can't, I just don't have the funds. And you own your own home, you might want to use the equity in your home to pay off some high interest credit card debt. You will save a lot of money. A free five minute mortgage review with Hall Financial is all it takes to get you and your family in a better position after the expensive. Maybe it was an expensive holiday season for you. Get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. It just takes a couple of weeks. Call Hall at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, thanks to Eli. And we will have Carl tomorrow. Carl's first appearance of 2023 from Who Are These Podcasts. By the way, Brandon's appearance on Who Are These Podcasts is now on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, Who Are These Podcasts? Oh, it is? Yeah. Brandon's episode is on there. It's, it's probably, I don't know, seven or eight down from the top. This just in. What? <laughs> Willie Ames. <laughs> Ex- extras through. on the TV, and Willie Ames tweeted out something about Adam Rich dying. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what a shame. Back it up, Brandon. <laughs> well, we got his answer. No, we didn't get his answer. He, no. just, he just didn't have his number, did we? Finally. Wow. Why did, why did it take so long to compose whatever it was that he said there? How could I not find his Twitter either? It took them three days to think of Willie Ames, and we just thought him off the top of our head. <laughs> it's crazy. He was very much my brother. Who's next? Said. Leif Garrett? <laughs> Greg Evigan again. That was possibly the weirdest interview ever with Leif Garrett. Yes. Say. All right, everybody, have a good one, and we'll be talking about the championship football game tomorrow. Sorry about that, but just timing, so we'll... It doesn't matter if it's freaking dominoes, it's spades, it's bourree, it's croquet, it's fucking chess, it's preseason, ass kicking, it does not matter, man. Winning is winning. We'll play anywhere. We'll play on grass, we'll play in turf, we'll go to a fucking landfill. Doesn't matter. It's good shit, man. It's that right there. It's grit.